Hey, everyone in. Let's go. Huddle up on three. One, two, three. Huddle, Huddle up. up. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen. Chris Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Auburn wins. This could be a sentence that a month ago would sound incomprehensible. From 31 yards, McPherson and Cincinnati is heading to the Super Bowl. He called it again, I'm sure. He walked up and he goes, can you believe, coach? We're going to the Super Bowl. And now, welcome everyone to the Huddle Up Podcast. You are looking live. Hello, everyone. Welcome, Huddle Up Podcast. We are live. It is Tuesday, November the 29th, 2022. We're glad to be back with you for another week. We are getting closer to the end of the season, and we think we might, maybe, possibly be making sense of some of this, at least on one form of football. The National Football League, maybe not. I think we're all still a little bit confused about that one, but make sure you are following us on all of our social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Huddle Up Podcast. You'll find our YouTube channel as well. Hit the link tree in all of our social media. That's where you'll uh, get all the information you need to know, all the podcast platforms, as well as our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Uh, plenty of stuff on there. It's going to make uh, make great Christmas presents, uh, including the uh, you can now outfit yourself by which team member of the Huddle Up Podcast do you support? Are you Team Kyle? You team EJ, you team Matt, you team Jim, or you team everybody. There's a team huddle up one on there as well. You can you can support everyone. You don't have to pick sides if you don't want to, but uh, check it out over at tpublic.com. Uh, welcome in the full crew once again, EJ, Ernest Christian. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. Uh, Kyle, how are you? Uh, listen, Jim, uh, I, I've known and loved the Iron Bowl clip there for Auburn in the victory. But when it comes to what's going on there with the coaching, you may want to put a freeze on it. Oh, that's what you do there. Ridiculous. Oh, wait, 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 uh, sorry. Listen, I had to point it out. But to be fair, that's not the only coaching positions where things got fickle. Thank you. Goodness sakes. I should have seen it coming. But I didn't. That's a me problem. That's not a you problem. That's a me problem. <laughs> I expect more from myself. <laughs> uh, Matt, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well. A uh, big win for the Eagles Sunday night. Um, and big win for Team USA today, if you like the other version of football. 
That is true. And yes, make sure it's Iran and not Iran, if you saw that. <laughs> I love when people dunk on other people and do it in such nice fashion. God bless that. All right, Devin joining us uh, live. How's it going, Devin? Mike uh, joining us. Yeah, he's working on uh, c- credit to Mike Bernier for going through our entire season of work, and he is calculating uh, the uh, the win-loss totals on our, uh, on our pick-ems. Uh, oh, for, I'm sure business. Oh, really? For the I'll year, so uh, better than EJ. It's good. So credit, uh, credit to Mike for what that. Kyle? Said, what did you say? I said I'm sure I'm better than yours. <laughs> I don't know about that. To be honest with you, it might be a little tight. But I, I, I've been pretty good on the pickups this year. I think. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Tool. How many? We- way- how many weeks were you going to quit sports betting this year on football? Just to- well, asking for well, a friend. Well, well, I mean, the pickups aren't what I bet on. I mean, necessarily. I mean, and, come and on. If now. I may also add, who did you say was going to win the Heisman again? Uh, you know. Speaking of ugly, let's go to this segment. Oh, here we go. As we do every week, we look back at the weekend that was, and we decide what was the good, what was the bad, what was the ugly uh, from this past weekend. So, uh, Matt, why don't we start with you uh, this week? What was the good from this past weekend? Well, I have referenced it in my How I'm Doing segment, but I'm going to show some additional love to the local boy, the hometown, Hershey Pride, uh, Christian Pulisic, scoring the only goal in the U.S., Iran, Iran, just to cover all bases here, um, just to get the the U.S. to advance into the knockout stage for the first time since 2014. So exciting with the World Cup coming to the U.S. in 2026. It's nice to see the the team build some momentum for that next round. So good on them and congrats to to the local kid for for making it happen. Yeah, very good. Uh, Kyle, what was your good from the past weekend? You know, that's a great lead by you, Matt. I'm not going to front on that. Um, There's a lot of different directions, a lot of moments where I can go to, I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Lucifer Morningstar on Fleck. He wasn't just Lucifer, but for those that saw the series, we were at God stage, Lucifer, for that particular one. That all being said, I would be remiss. And Jim, I don't know if you remember the graphic because I didn't remind you, but um, there's a particular tweet out there on me. On the left is the before. <laughs> the after it's is a beautiful thing. To the CFP uh-huh. committee, is this your king? I'm just saying. Man, uh, for those on the podcast side, it was Clemson uh, on uh, on Friday. Uh, tweeted out, us versus them, see you all tomorrow. And it was a tiger coming in the chicken coop. Uh, and then uh, Saturday after South Carolina defeated Clemson, it was a chicken standing on a uh, tiger skin rug. With the uh, with the tweet, fixed it for you. Made um, a work so and, good in that same chicken coop, by the way. So, yeah, same one. Stories. Not to take away from your brilliant description of it, because I have a feeling when I listen back to this uh, on the Huddle of Podcast or uh, on Apple Podcast or whatever platform you like, um, that it will sound just as good as it felt revealing it <laughs> to the video public at large. Yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic work. Whoever. I assume some unpaid college intern made that. Uh, 
<laughs> measly. Measly, measly, measly. One yeah. quick point I want to make as part of my good here, Jim. Um, what do the number of places in the college playoff ranking ahead of UCF that Notre Dame is, that number of places, what do they have in common with the number of board of trustee members um, from Notre Dame? Oh, they're the same. Okay, cool. <laughs> I love you, Kyle. I love you so much. Uh, EJ, what was your good from this past weekend? Well, my good this week, I'm sure Kyle will appreciate here, is uh, Trevor Lawrence. What a performance on Sunday. Um, including that last drive to win the game against Bolton, where a game that a game that Bolton really needs, honestly, to stay up in the uh, AFC uh, um, uh, playoff race. And, you know, to be honest with you, people talk about, you know, this is a turning point. To be honest with you, Trevor Lawrence has been fantastic the last three weeks. Last three games, no interceptions. Uh, Corvette rating 109 next week 106 and then this week 130 I think his last interception if I'm remembering correctly was against Denver so which, four weeks ago. what's that four, about four weeks ago right oh the Denver Broncos yeah, the last, well, the last three games right right no 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 you, I, I'm not I'm not battling you I'm agreeing with you on that right. and, and at that point it, it really left a sour feeling for Trevor Lawrence since then he's done his job and you know, Jags fans are 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 rather than embracing it, they're going to be like, "If you had just done one X game, we'd right. be in the playoffs." You know, um, yeah, uh, that's a superior good, and um, you've had me change my bad now that you brought that up. But continue. But I, I think uh, you know, like obviously, we want to get over ahead. So the old oh, is just a turning point. I mean, he's had some moments early in the year too, and he a little bit of the year, middle of the year, just took a little bit. But I feel like Doug Peterson, you know, has, has you know, they, doing, a, doing a good job there. I think this is the turning point here, honestly. I, I believe that, actually. Step one in, in yeah. the, perhaps, possibly. And, and listen, he's been preaching growth mm-hmm. in press conferences throughout the year. You know, not that I'm there for everyone, but I do read the transcripts uh, when I get to it, you know. And right. That's, and, that's been the message. Is, and is, against a Baltimore defense that's been improved since the, the, the Roquan trade. So... Yeah, but if you look at where the touchdowns were thrown, they were picking on Peters um, yeah. in particular in that game. Not that I'm knocking them for right. it, and not for nothing. No, That's I good. mean, isn't isn't you know, part of an offense and a coaching staff's job and scheme is to find the weaknesses in your opponent and well, exploit them? Not Urban Meyer. Oh, uh, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, how'd that work out for him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, let's give credit to those receivers, too, who made some great catches, who were allegedly so overpriced and complete, quote, boo-boo. Well, allegedly, exactly. Tell him, Jim. (laughs) Uh, And that not me, Jim. That is a whole, a whole different, a whole different. Allegedly. (laughs) Well, I I actually said it to you as the operator of the soundboard, but it's complicated for Jim. Jim squared. Thank you. All I know is at the end of the the name isn't Chris for those that get that. (laughs) That that is true. That is, that's a throwback. That is a throwback. Oh my God. Um, Yes. All right. My good from this past weekend. Um, You know, the, we, we were talking about all the scenarios in the college football playoff. And one of those scenarios um, was like, could LSU like would LSU get in right if LSU upsets Georgia they're obviously going to get in um but we uh, we kind of assumed that Georgia was going to beat LSU and eliminate them from playoff contention but man LSU just did the thing before they even got to the thing uh Texas A&M's upset of number five LSU 
uh, to close out what is a very disappointing season uh, for Jimbo Fisher's bunch um, in uh, in College Station. But uh, a big win to close out their year. Um, you know, you could throw all the crap that you want at your old coach all you want, Irish. But here's what I can tell you. Year one, conference championship. There you go. Good. I'm I'm happy for it, but I'm man, I'm, I'm, I, it, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, is that not a good thing? Like, is is an upset to close out a season not a good thing? Is this is this kind of like you being all like, hey, Kirk Cousins won against the team that's trash. He's not he's not great in prime time, or he's not bad in prime time anymore. But that's not to say he's a good quarterback. <laughs> you can't have it both ways, hippie. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, apparently I can. You can listen to the five <laughs> observations on uh, yeah, on this you, podcast. You can by yourself so you can hide. You can't handle the truth, Jim. You are defended all over again. You can't another handle example. the truth. How many of those beers you had today, uh, another, Kyle? Another example of how you could have gone with the good that wasn't your old coach by mentioning the Utes returning to the conference championship. Oh, wait, because I warned you about it. <laughs> maybe you. maybe I'll get you. to that. Maybe I'll get to that next weekend we'll, we'll, or next week. We'll uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's go to the bad, though. Uh, Kyle, kick us off uh, with the bad. What was the bad from this past weekend? You, you know, and I can find plenty in college football for that. Like, you know, for one, this concept of, of Ohio State trying to be credible as fifth with that garbage-ass resume. But don't get me started. <laughs> We have a segment for that coming up, I'm sure. But what I'm getting at is uh, I'm going to I'm going to build on EJ's concept. Trevor Lawrence's drive was great. The bad is all the dumbasses out there that put the game on Lamar Jackson to ruin ruin me and me enjoying that. It wasn't L Jack's fault, folks. Stop it. Oh, agreed. Yeah, yeah, definitely agreed. Uh, going back to the good, though, uh, Devin's hold on. Devin's good was the Dolphins continuing their winning uh, their winning ways, uh, and Mike's good was uh, the Bengals' rush defense uh, keeping Henry uh, Derrick Henry to only thirty eight rushing yards. So, yeah. homers. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I was saying that to add on to Kyle's point, you know, Lamar Jackson's tweet after the game was some guy tweeted about to him about like uh, how they should like not resign Jackson and use that money to you know build a team around him. Not a bad look for Lamar Jackson to do that on Twitter, but you know whatever. You know what? That's, that's, I liked it. I, I, don't, I, I didn't mind. I hate it. And let me tell you why I liked it. Oh, bad look. That's cute. Here's the thing. Everybody who's actually gunning for backing Lamar Jackson supports that. This is him reaching out to kind of – he's been seen as kind of, I, I don't want to say robotic, but unfeeling regarding this topic, okay? And with this in mind, he, he I feel like Lamar Jackson's smart enough. I don't think this was all backlash. I think this was him kind of putting it out there then maybe he is a little unhappy, maybe rallying the press around his side. Maybe the Ravens understanding that getting him back isn't the lock they might think it is in their minds if they don't pay him. So right. I, I, I think there's some there there. And maybe it's not a bad look, but all PR is good PR in some philosophies, EJ. You told me to eat a dick. That's awesome. <laughs> it great. was great, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was solid. Uh, all right, EJ, what was your bad from the past weekend? My bad, huh? Solid, not a good choice of words, Jim. Moving on. Right, right. Yeah. My bad is uh, Zach Wilson's uh, Jets career. I think <laughs> it's coming to an end. You and think? And, and, and it's less about Mike White's performance and more about the reaction to his teammates of the performance and everything in general. It wasn't that Zach Wilson was playing bad. Obviously, you all acknowledge that weeks and weeks on this, on this podcast. I mean, he was playing bad. He was, he was playing horrible, obviously. But it's the way that people responded 
the way he responded in the press conference last week is what did him in, honestly. I believe if he didn't have that, that response in the press conference last last Sunday, he's probably starting at Chicago this week. Okay? Oh, absolutely. But, but, the, but the fact that he responded the way he did on top of everything else made it worse. Then you hear his teammates after the Jets game, you know, praising Mike White and, you know, Elijah Moore, who was literally on the trade block like a month ago, all of a sudden saying I'm the happiest I've, been, I've ever been. You just see the quotes. Because he got the ball. Sauce Gardner, Sauce Gardner saying things. And remember, guy, the guys are talking. I'm just like veterans who will be out of this team in like a year or so. These are guys that are core, young, rookie, second-year guys that are the core of what will be this Jets roster for the next uh, three to five years. Can we Big sidebar in the Elijah Moore thing? Like, I remember people, like, when he was requesting a trade or reportedly requested a trade or whatever the deal was, people were like, because at that point, the Jets were in, what, second place or tied for first in the division. People were like, mm-hmm. they're in first. What's not a top-10 was- team, though, Jim. Not a top-10 <laughs> team. <laughs> they were yeah, like, what's he, what's he so mad about? The Jets are winning. I'm like, the guy's had one catch in seven weeks. Like, th- like do you not understand that a wide receiver, which, I mean, in in – they want the ball. Every receiver wants the ball. Absolutely. So, like, if he's getting one catch in half a season, uh, there might be a desire for him to be like, you know what? Maybe I could go somewhere else and catch a pass. Um, so, like, I just I didn't understand the reaction of people going like, oh, what's the deal with Elijah Moore? I'm sorry. Like, should he but, make but surprise, I, surprise? Yeah. He gets the passes, and now he's uh, now he's happy. But to so. me, it was more it's less about Mike White because look, Mike White may come come back to Earth like as soon as next week. Who knows? But it was just a reaction to teammates, man. Like, I Zach mean, Wilson's lost a locker room. He that's a it. good point. Let's let's remember, this is the damn Bears who were themselves on the exactly. back of right? And what, lost their number one receiver and number one safety in that game? <laughs> so, I mean, and, and, listen, and, and look, Jets won. You, you, you can only play the game in front of you. So, the real genius here, this is some Game of Thrones shit by Robert Sala. <laughs> Let me be clear. This MFer looks at the schedule and goes, yeah, I could pull him. And it's, oh, my God. Listen, by the way, this is what you expect somebody that's a coach of the year to do. Right, EJ? <laughs> he always finds a way. He always finds a way. Um, all right. Uh, Matt, what was your bad from this weekend? Well, I had three college football teams written down for my bad who were close enough to having themselves in the conversation for the playoffs and talked themselves right out of it. And two of them were already discussed in Clemson and LSU. So I will make my bad the third team on that list. And that was the Oregon Ducks who laid an egg a week before we thought they might in the Pac-10, Pac-12, Pac-whatever conference championship game. But they are who we thought they were. Oregon for doing it a week early and letting your fans know that they don't have to give a shit about football for the rest of the year. Can I, can I go? No. I try to tell you, which, but you would listen. I called it. About what, Oregon? Oregon okay, Oregon. okay, no. I, you, you don't get to revoke, I, invoke I, something may, that may, everybody may get, knows was hey, coming. May I, may I get the Eli, uh, Eli, uh, try to tell you? please no no you don't know one was no nobody was saying that oregon was going to win out and win the pac-12 no, Unless no. You said it i said it lose said this. it wouldn't be stanford that did it i said on the show last week they will lose this game oh, okay what how many were, did we argue nobody did i think uh, did you all these three guys pick oregon state to win that game but, I, 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 it's I, not I, like I, we I, were I, banging I, I, the drum i said oregon losing the game outright i said okay Bravo! No surprise. Thank you, Joe. Put your quote up. Not surprised at all. We will get this wrong, but I'm picking Oregon. I mean, like, 
What? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, we weren't. You we, know, well, wait, 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 Joe, you say that, but they all picked Oregon State last week but me. So, right, no, okay. that, that, that's wrong. Sorry. Okay. That's but it. I also said Oregon will probably blow it, but where's my credit, right? You get credit for that, too. I'm going to say I picked Oregon that's State to win outright. That's what I'm saying. Same. Stop it. Right, okay. We picked Oregon to win, but it's not like we were sitting there going, there's no chance they lose this game. Oregon's great. They're going to upset USC in the Pac-12 title game. If I'm not mistaken, that was my lock of the week, too. Here's here's what I'll capitulate. If you want a soundboard thing, fine. Don't be stealing my shit for that. No, I said my my, my kid, my Eli's... uh, Try to tell you. No, that's still mine. You just did a variation on a theme. Oh, stop! You wait, wait, wait. My proxy. Awesome, awesome as it was. That's still a variation on a theme. Just because your house okay. assimilates it, don't appropriate my my soundbite, hockey fan. What the you're, hell? You're, you're you're ridiculous, Kyle. <laughs> Ten years later, you're ridiculous. All right. Crawling uh, back, bitch. Um, um, my bad. I had the Ravens blowing another lead. Um, I could have gone Clemson, um, you know, all of the above uh, that's been discussed. The bad EJ's attempt to get a soundboard bite played. So uh, that could be bad uh, as well. I, I asked nicely as I please. Uh, all right, let's go to the ugly. EJ, we'll start with you. What was my the- ugly. My ugly. You appropriating myself. That too. <laughs> Ohio State fans. Ooh. Entitled motherfuckers. All of a sudden. Now they want Ryan Day fired. That's out there. They want Ryan Day fired. Yep. Oh, it's big Ryan time Day. out there. So Ryan Day is as as coach fifty games as, as coach. That's what he's done. He's forty five and five as a head coach. Okay. Bum. Four of those five losses are to top five teams. Okay. They've Bum. been a top eleven team in all fifty games of tenure. That has never, and I mean never, happened in the history of the sport. But you, okay? but 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 uh, EJ, he's got he's got a lot of quality losses. Why would they want? The <laughs> dude. Uh, in the last twenty-three games, he's twenty-one and two. Okay. Both yeah, but who are Michigan. those two? To to Michigan, both of them to Michigan. Okay, so they don't look. Ohio State, they're still an elite program. They they don't have a problem. They have a Michigan problem. Okay, Michigan. That's in the, a problem. In the years, in the years that Urban was coach, let's be clear here. Yeah, they dominated Michigan, but Michigan wasn't good. Michigan was average at best. Yeah. Michigan was playing bowl games in, in mid-December. Okay, Michigan now is an elite program. So now they need to adjust. But to sit there and say that Ryan Day is going to be fired, that is complete fucking bullshit. And this is an entitled fan base. They need to stop. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's it's a bit absurd. <laughs> like, you know, I could be this guy and say, nobody asked you, Irish. You were calling for Brian Kelly to be fired. I'm just saying. But I'm not going to do that because that was a fantastic point by you, EJ. Yeah, I mean, I mean who, look, who was look, asking for Brian Kelly to be fired? He's a, I mean, these assholes. Making fun of EJ. Take oh, okay, got it. These assholes, act like it's a birthright now. No, dude, guess what? It's now a rivalry. Get and used to it. Listen, welcome to Alabama. Welcome to Foxborough, right? Okay. This is what entitled fan bases do, man. And I love that you're calling it out. Yep. Sick of it. I'm, I'm, I'm not even an Ohio State fan. And I don't care. But this is, this is ridiculous. You lose one game. Oh, let's fire that guy. 45 and 5 in the last five years. Really? Stop. I mean, rivalry. Look, that's that's the business of college football, though. Losing rivalry games will cost you your job, whether it's right or not. Well, here's the, here's the thing in a new world, Jim, uh, especially with the new media deal that the Big Ten has uh, managed to strike. Um, money is starting to become king. Losing that rivalry game kind of blows, but you know what? Ohio State's going to be in a bitching bowl game. <laughs> 
<laughs> they are, but and for the record, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit too. I mean, they are still not off it yet, but we'll contend. By, by the way, you know what? I want you to pocket that EJ because if they do still get in, which would be total horseshit, it should. I agree. Be a point that you. Make. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah, man. we'll we'll certainly get there. Uh, Matt, what was your ugly from this past weekend? Um, I was going to give it to EJ's Miami Heat, who had lost four games in a row. I didn't see the uh, season's over tweet, by the way, my friend. Um, <laughs> just saying there. No, uh, but instead, I will give it. Calm down. Calm down, Matt. <laughs> Go <laughs> heat, bitch. They're in 10th they're in place, by the, the way, right now, EJ. Yep. That's, yep. that's I saw. play in turn. Uh-oh. One, three in a row. One, three in a row. Jimmy hasn't played yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's hinge our season on Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> 37 year old knees. He's been, been to the finals. He's been to the finals before. So, no, he, yeah, yeah, when he was younger. Um, it's two years ago. Thank you. I know, I know, I know, I know COVID he's... makes you age of five years. It's only two years ago, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. All these sound bites are perfect. But instead, I'm going to give it to the Denver Broncos, who EJ has oh, the Denver Broncos. carried the banner for for far too long. If they are not in the bottom of his bottom five this week, I quit the show. Oh, <laughs> didn't we te- wait? Th- do, did I text that group text about, about the during the game about possibly me doing that? You did. You did. You, you, it wasn't. And I, I believe it was Matt it. that said that you wouldn't do it. No, Kyle said you no, wouldn't. Kyle, Kyle said you wouldn't do it. Kyle. And I said, <laughs> hey, said that. Double dare you, mother. Well, well, nice tease. We'll see. We get that in two. We it, we got plenty to get to. We will certainly get uh, to uh, to all of it, but. Uh, Kyle, what was your ugly from this past weekend? You know, there's so many directions to go. As great as football was this weekend, um, you know, uh, I, I'll, I'll put it. You know, can can can. Here's what. Here's something that's about to be ugly, Jim. If you actually have e, a, a clip of Eli saying, "I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen," go ahead and play it because my dude made a great point for Ohio. I tried State. to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs> It's the be- it's the absolute best. It, it's nice. It's it's, it's amazing. That- in in a four second clip, that is better than anything Ernest has contributed to the show. This is facts. <laughs> this is facts. I will go. To, I will go to the, to the wall for my kids. Like, it's a facts. shame we can't have just like video to play in the background too, because the entire time of Eli just literally dunking, <laughs> Li- literally, <laughs> literally dunking. On YouTube. Hold up, podcast on YouTube. Last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, check it in the last, what, five minutes or so? Yeah, last five EJ, minutes. Yeah, it's EJ's great. EJ's head looks more like a milk dud. It got dunked so much. <laughs> wow. That is a disgusting act. Joe Buck yourself, Kyle, though. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Quick, let him get in Joe there. Buck yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Quickly, my ugly, and we'll get to it in a minute. Clemson in the top ten. What the fuck? Moving on. Oh, oh I Jesus! Can't. There you go, EJ. Er. Yeah, no, my uh, my ugly uh, on similar lines to where EJ was, but uh, Ohio State three points in the second half uh, on Saturday at home. Perfect weather. You know all of the things that both morning shows uh, talked about. How you know the the weather in Ann Arbor last year was ugly. All the conditions were set up for Ohio State. Three points in the second half of a game that, that uh, you know, by all accounts, you should have won, right? Nine-point favorites at home, three by points. By the way, Jim, I loved in your observations where you said that that game was going to be decided on the strength of the passing game of Michigan. That, man, listen, you nobody I, nailed I know, that. I nailed that one. Did you, go back and listen to it. I swear it's there on last week's show. I promise. Um, 
Yeah, let's see. Uh, Joe's uh, ugly said Chris Fowler's play-by-play call on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, the, uh, the the Herbie Fowler crew was definitely banging the drum for the Trojans. Uh, let's see. Devin, the ugly is the World Cup cutter situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a ugly, ugly, um, you know, uh, regime over there. Strong move, FIFA. Yeah. I was going to make a joke about, you know, you being a homer, and then he had to go get real and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. At, I'm good at this, Kyle. Uh, and Mike's ugly. Dabo benching and probably making uh, DJ Uyangalale uh, go to the transfer portal. Transferring. I mean, 100%. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I mean, why wouldn't he? But also, uh, it, it is is benching a guy who has did not live up to expectation for two seasons. Uh, really that ugly? I mean, I, I'm not one to defend Dabo Swinney. Let's, uh, if you, you know me, you know how much I hate check, that guy. Check, check the Twitter for proof of that. But, <laughs> but honestly, I mean, DJ was supposed to come in and take over the Clemson job after, uh, quarterbacks in a row. It was Deshaun Watson and then Trevor Lawrence and DJ was supposed to be the next one and it never materialized. Well, you never had the O-line that protected those other two guys, too. Let's be fair. Look, Uyunglele may catch on somewhere else and do pretty well. You know, not like Rick Vaughn, of course. But (laughs) what what I'm getting to is there's a deep (laughs) drop for you, by the way. Um, No, but with that in mind, like, I I don't think he's going to be Joe Burrow either if and when he transfers. So let's be clear. No, but I mean, I don't think Clemson has a better option at quarterback than DJ on their roster. So why alienate what's probably your best bet at QB for next year? Yes. Ah, my son, you must remember the portal giveth and it taketh away. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Always. uh... I mean, is is Clemson at this point, one of those schools that's going to get the top name quarterback to, to come to the program? The top name? No. A top name? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. I mean, when when it's evident the committee still overvalues you, um, yeah, that's true. why yeah, wouldn't you come to Clemson? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I let, love you're asking the right questions, though, Matt. Don't get a twist. I love right. these teases, man. Just get to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's hope not uh, on that one, Mike. I would be shocked. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's a thing. I also wouldn't hate it. You would I wouldn't be, hate it. He's not terrible. He's not a bad quarterback. You see, even Irish up there gets it right. Come on, Jim, step your game up. I mean, if we're talking DJ or or um, what we have currently, well, yeah, well, that's true. I would certainly take DJ over another season of Drew Pine. That's for sure, because I watch the games, unlike David Pollock. But let's go oh! to the uh, let's go to the college football playoff rankings for this week. Um, Jim, I wasn't ready. Let's uh, let's uh, if you're watching along on the video, you can see the full top 25, but we will cover let's cover the top six because really um, that that's probably all that's in play at this point going into college football championship weekend. Uh, Georgia one, Michigan two, TCU three, USC four, uh, just on the outside, Ohio State five, Alabama six. Um, The top four, I think we. I don't think there's any surprises there, right? No, right. not at all. I'm, not at all. I'm surprised that the committee committed to the Pac-12 that way. But then I also remember that that's a Big Ten team. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that made me get it right. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, 
did you did you think that there was a chance that Ohio State was still going to be above USC? Oh, there's no way in hell. After, no. Okay, after Saturday, yeah, there's no way in hell after Saturday. Devin is asking the right questions. What you saying? <laughs> yes, Uh-oh. yes. Thank you, Devin. That is a because great that, question. That How the hell is Penn State eighth? I was getting there, Devin. Should yeah, not. let's let's uh, <laughs> let, let's let's dig into this because I think there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we can go rapid fire through most of of, of championship Five weekend through eleven is just Ohio. Yeah, okay. Ohio State, Bama, Tennessee, Penn State, Clemson, Kansas State, Utah. Round out your top eleven. Um, <laughs> yeah, being uh, Penn State at eight is. Horrible. Right, I, I get it, and I'm not banging on Penn State, but here's here's the question: If not them, who? Anybody else with a resume, EJ? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm asking the question: Who with a resume? Who has a resume? I got a number of SEC teams that would beat the shit okay. out of Penn State okay. right okay. now. Who would you put there in that spot? Who I don't would disagree I with you. I'm just saying, who would you put in that spot? The f- what? That's your answer? No, you I, really I don't. No, stop. I don't. Stop. You're you're asking the wrong question. Who else would you put there? The list is too long. Because we don't we don't want this show to be three hours long, EJ. Because after seven, the next SEC team on ranking here is number fourteen. Yeah, and I think as much as LSU's been overrated, I think they're a little uh, they're listen, they're mm-hmm. punishing for big losses. I get that. Really big losses, especially but, on Saturday. Yeah, great. Except when you get to Clemson. <laughs> you can't have that shit both ways. Would you rather Clemson 8 than uh, Penn State? Don't be a smart ass. I'm, I'm, ask, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm being serious. I'm being serious, though. Well, no, you're not. You're true. No, I'm, I'm being serious. If, if, if not Penn State, which I agree with you. What's frustrating me now is you're trying to trigger me. And and, and no, it's working. I'm, no, no, because honestly, I'd rather, put, I'd rather see Utah there. Oh, stop. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have been surprised if they put Utah there just to have kind of a safety net to launch Utah into yeah. fourth if they beat USC. Oh, no, right. you can't be serious. But I wouldn't I, have been surprised if. They here's did the that. thing, fellas. That we, we need to we need to appreciate here. Parodies arrive at college football, guys. Oh, thank. We've had this conversation on this show, and I, and I've talked about it many times on the Student of the Game podcast as well. Bing, including. Hold on. Including today's recording with Matt Marshall of the Orlando Sentinel, who uh, I spent a good amount of time with. You know, Gus Malzahn has said it to my face to questions I've asked when I'm at press conferences covering UCF for the black and gold bannerette as well. Just so I can get everything in there. But the punchline is, yeah, thank you for parody. That's cute. We live in a world where the committee has to acknowledge UCF so much they're only one spot down to them. At this to point. me, what, what I see here, Kyle, is this stuff with Penn State at number eight. And I'm not even saying that they should be there at all. But what they're doing is trying to set it up for Ohio State to slip back in there if uh, TCU and or USC slips up. You're only furthering my point then, my good right. friend. Ohio State's resume is trash. Today, I agree 100%. Alabama and Tennessee both have better cases at five and six. Not right? according to ESPN, though. The... I don't a damn about ESPN. <laughs> They've been wrong for years. That's how I got into podcasting. I know. I know. The, the injury to Hooker hurts Tennessee. Let's oh, let's be honest. In a world where Carnell Jones was able to get into the playoff, the very first playoff. Don't talk to me about injuries, Jim. Have you don't seen Joe Milton play? No. Okay. 
Maybe watch more Big Ten football because I have, and it's not pretty. No thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. The the, the story tonight really is eight out of the top four. The top four here, the order, not surprising. We all said this. We all said this is the top four. Five and six is the the conversation here. Five and six is really the conversation tonight. Well, the the fact that the ACC has this many teams ranked is another conversation. Get the out of here with NC State in the top 25. North Carolina being ranked as complete horseshit. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, real quick, you see number 13? You know what? Nobody cares about 13. Jim, be nice. Nobody cares about 13. I do. Me. I'm a person. I said what I said. You want to know who I think should be eighth and head of of Penn State? Florida State, bitch. There you go. Are you happy now? (laughs) Don't get me woody right now. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, we're not watching Joyce play. That's Boy, you like basketball too. White men can't jump. That's the only one I want to hear you talking about, Woody, bitch. Clemson was what last week? There was eight, right? Yeah, they dropped one after losing to South Carolina. That makes so no let me get me that straight. By the oh, way. It's a top 20 team now, Jim. That, well, well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. Wait, there which Jim? Here, buddy. Allegedly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of alleged teams in this top 25. Yeah, it, it, it's safe to say that this is, this is a uh, seven. Down is no one, no chance. Tennessee has no chance of getting in. Penn State no chance of getting in. Clemson no chance. That's over, right? Zero. Yeah, zero percent chance. Because, because yeah. I mean, okay, like let's let's be honest. Well, like Clemson is the only one of those teams that plays a game, but I still don't see them launching no. that high, even if one of the top four teams. And, and Matt, your loses. point made last week about Clemson getting in. Remember the whole Alabama case? What if Alabama, you know, get this these things happen? And the, the case you made. And I gave credit to my podcast last week, too, is that you know, Clemson is the one team that could have made things weird if they did their job. But they didn't do right. their job. So. <laughs> or Oregon. I mean, if Oregon had done their job, Correct. beat Oregon State, and then beat USC, then that's probably an easy decision for the committee. I feel gypped. I want that USC-Oregon game, frankly. I do too. So let me I ask the Jim's Utes, but I still blame you. Um, anyways. I blame you. One loss. I, I'm not, look, I, I I hope TCU wins on fucking Saturday just to end this fucking charade. But if they who they playing on again on Kansas, Kansas State. State. Right? Thank you. Ooh, that's, that's, that's still toughy. They lose on Kansas on Saturday. Eighth before Penn State. Yeah, I I would I'm agree a, with that. I'm totally with you, hundred percent. TCU one loss TCU versus uh, one loss Ohio State. Who are the committee's gonna pick? You think? Give me TCU. They're they're they'll probably pick Ohio State, but TCU has a better record or a better strength of schedule. Their their resumes uh, ranked more. They said it on uh, the the show tonight that their strength of schedule is even higher than Michigan or Georgia. So and I, and why I would a like one loss TCU team not not get in? And now, I if they like get it, blown out by Kansas State, well, yeah, it's a different story. If there's four, but if they lose by a, it's a one score right, game, I, I don't see TCU dropping out of the top four. Yeah, USC's the former one here, and I think that's why the committee moved them up to three to make sure they're snug in there. USC's the former one here. Well, I, I think also too because TCU was ahead of USC last week, so like I, I don't like you, USC TCU won impressively. Not yeah. that I, Iowa State's a. a impressive team but no they but dominated yeah. them. one time ohio state's beaten a cupcake impressively maryland north I'm, I'm not we're not we're not pounding the drum for ohio state really, but, but i'm adding to the point though gentlemen it, right. style points don't uh, uh that we get told style points matter and they don't no we but if tcu would have won by one uh, and you know usc winning by the wide margin that they did against notre dame i think there was a possibility that usc could have jumped tcu into the three spot my point being, if Ohio, with Ohio State doing the same to Maryland and Northwestern, there's still five. 
Let me ask this. Is there a case for Bambi higher than Ohio State? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. It, it, yes. And the only only reason being is because it has nothing to do with Alabama. To me, it has everything to do with Ohio State. You you've had you've had opportunities in your schedule where you haven't looked impressive throughout the season against bad teams, and then you're a nine point favorite at home to close out the season, mm-hmm. and you get your asses handed to you. Correct. Like you didn't lose by a field goal. You mm-hmm. got you got you gave up 250 rushing yards in the second half where you scored three points. Like it was by Heisman Trophy candidate. So are you saying that? No, it wasn't. Blake Corn played one snap in that game. So this was saying, by Donovan Edwards. It wasn't so even Blake Corum. So you're saying? Oh, no, I, I said JT McCarthy. EJ talked over me completely. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. No, you tell me. Go ahead, EJ. Sorry. No, I'm. I'm, I'm saying you, you're saying Jim. The two close losses to Alabama has more value than the one law, big loss Ohio State has. Yes, because what's the two scenarios if Ohio State gets into the playoff? You're either going to play Michigan again. Well, we know what just happened there, or you're going to play a Georgia team that's the defending national champion has been in first place most of the but year. Right. What what about what about Ohio State tells you that they have a chance to win in those games? No. And I understand previous years and whatever, but like Alabama, there's at least, maybe there's at least a question. Ohio State, we know the answer. <laughs> but in but my is mind, there quali- but is there a quality win on Bama's on Bama's resume? But you can go to to say that what's that's, Ohio that's the issue. State quality win? That's a uh, honestly okay. So okay, based on okay, but. But Kyle, we don't agree the rankings here. But based on the, but, but no, no, but based on the rankings, glad EJ talk. Number eight, Penn State, number eight, Penn State, number twenty-one, Notre Dame. You're not going to be still bad, but, but, here. I've already called you out on it from your CFP ranking invitation last week with your goddamn top ten. Now you double down on bullshit. They do the same. I'm not going to let them get away with it either. Fuck that. That is not why I'm here. Same. But that, but that's the argument they're making here is that the P- Penn State and, and the uh, Notre Dame argument that's is better than what Alabama, Alabama's done this year. That's all I'm saying. You know, and see, this is the one thing for a while that the CFP was getting right. Hell, that's the whole reason, in my opinion, this, the talk for the CFP started. Ohio State getting into the uh, the, uh, the 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 BSC championship game and getting precisely trounced. I think it was by. Florida? I, I don't remember precisely. But um, they had the, uh, what was it? Uh, Troy Smith was the quarterback, I believe. Right. Yeah. Who, who was uh, the Heisman with her, uh, winner and did nothing as a backup for the Ravens when he got drafted. But them getting into that game with the advantage of sitting back and not playing, that was the whole thing that got the talk for the playoff to start. And the one thing it's done right typically is that the conference championship matters and teams don't necessarily get in sitting back. I'm, there may be an example of something happening to somewhere that I'm not remembering. That's perfectly fine. Hell, like I said, Carnell Jones even got a shot as an injured quarterback. And yet here we are with Ohio state with the same bullshit again, some sorry year from the big 10. Oh, the SEC's down this year. <laughs> you want to talk about down? Look at the Big Ten, ladies and gentlemen. And you want me started on the mother loving SC, or excuse me, ACC, right? No. Ohio State at five, you're right back to the same problems. And guess what, gentlemen? An extended playoff ain't going to finish that shit either because Washington is not a number 12 team in the nation either. Let me ask you this. Let's say we end Saturday night and Georgia wins their game. 
Michigan wins their game. TCU loses in a close one to K-State. USC loses a close one to Oregon, right? Utah. No, Utah. Utah. Sorry, Utah. Sorry, Utah. I blame you, EJ. Does this four stick? No, of course right. it won't. If USC loses, they're done. TCU can lose a close game and stay in the top four at four. Uh, and in in your scenario, what happens with one and two? They both oh, they both win, win their game. Oh, they, they both win. win. They win. Okay. Which which which, which are going to by the way? George is safe to be honest. George can lose to LSU and they're still in. I mean, should, shouldn't Michigan also be safe? I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Michigan's safe. Okay, so so one and two are in. Even with a loss, they they may end up two and three, three and four, whatever. Um. Right. Yeah, three and four are the ones in play. I think TCU is safe with with a close loss. I think USC close. has to win. Now, if if Michigan loses badly, I could see the committee knocking them out, but I would be surprised. Right, because then then you loss. then you have the problem of, I mean, who gets in? Do you really put Do you really put Ohio State in? The, yeah, the team that you actually the, the team that, that I mean, and again, the, the if if that game's earlier in the season, maybe that argument hold that that scenario holds a little water this is literally you know eight days before you're going to put out those final rankings in the playoff matchups like i i i even with a even with the big loss i feel like which i don't see happening for the record spoiler alert for the predictions coming up but yeah i don't um you know i i I don't Don't i don't see them dropping out um yeah let's see catching up on a couple of the comments here uh, Mike said he'd put Clemson, Kansas State, and Utah ahead of Penn State. Um, I don't know where he gets Clemson. Wait, 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 wait Clemson, who else? Clemson, Kansas State, and Utah. I, I can't, I can't sign off on Clemson. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but honest, honestly, Clemson and Penn State flip a coin. I feel like they're 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 equally overrated. Um, if, if your alleged team, you know, did their job, EJ, they might be more worthy of eight than Clemson. Uh, yeah, ten- Mike, Mike, I agree. Tennessee's playoff chances died when Hooker's, uh, Hooker got his injury. Um, while it shouldn't be, it is. Uh, and, and yeah, Dana comes through with Joe Milton is bad. Uh, that that's why. Look, Joe Milton's not good. Um, Jones wasn't good either, folks. What's that? You said Carnell Jones wasn't good either, folks. And he is your first uh, playoff champion quarterback. This is true. Yeah, well. He had probably had a better defense than Joe yeah, Milton would have in that scenario. Um, well, that is true. I've seen high right? Exactly. So that that doesn't that doesn't help Tennessee uh, as, as well there. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, all right. So in in the scenario that Mike presents, EJ presents. Um, if TCU and USC both lose, who are your four? EJ, go ahead. If TCU USC loses, right? Mm-hmm. It depends how they lose. Honestly, fair. I because I was because if, if you're asking me, I'm part of the committee. That four stays. If but they if I they both lose, them. but if they both lose, but you know, it, uh, if, uh, if they lose a close games, they still stay. But you know, if you ask me, so let's say like, ten. Uh, each happen, team, both teams lose by ten to fourteen. <sighs> Oh, so TCU's resume is better. Yeah, TCU's resume is better. We established on this on this podcast today. So TCU's Correct. in. Is USC still in? USC's out. Correct. So and who I have, gets I have, in? I have, honestly, I'm, I hate to say it, Ohio State. I hate to say it. Okay, Kyle. That scenario. Correct Who's... answer is Bama over Ohio State. This five, them there is complete shenanigans. 
Matt, that scenario? Um, TCU still stays. It, it should be Bama in the four spot, but the committee kind of worked themselves into a corner. They can't really have Bama leapfrog Ohio State when both teams didn't play, right? Yeah, Correct, Un- right? unfortunately, so, yeah. Unfortunately, that would mean Ohio State's in, and they get the shit kicked out of them by Georgia, and nobody cares about the game. Yeah, there's precedence for one team that didn't play Georgia weekend to get in. Bama did a couple years ago, not for two. Yeah, I mean – yeah, it can happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have Bama, but I would have had Bama above Ohio State this week. So, um, but I agree with the point that that, and this is what I said before the rankings even came out that the 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 rankings that we see tonight are setting the stage for what for there shouldn't be a lot of surprises if everybody does their job this oh, weekend. Sure. There shouldn't be any surprises. This is the four that you're going to see. Wait a minute. I just thought of something, and, and apologies that it's coming this late. No, no, no. And I think the committee actually has the balls to do this. Here we go. TCU, to your scenario, uh, Jim, 10 to 14 points. TCU stays. UC- USC's done. All right. Uh, much to the chagrin of my good friend Mark Mancini, who joins me on the Snoo the Game podcast. Bing. Um <laughs> Bing. Uh, um, that was my Bernier Bing, if you will, from the Five for Fighting podcast, by the way, here on the Huddle of Podcast. Bing. Um, Clemson, assuming they do their jobs, would have been a conference champion. And to the joy of our little committee here, <laughs> the committee would have the balls, I believe, to put a number to- number 19 in the top four at this juncture. No. You can that was say, Matt's whole thing last week. You can say no if you want. And it was Matt's whole thing last week, and I, listen, nobody expected Texas A&M and South Carolina. Nobody. So props to Matt, but he's going to get it right just through a different path that he didn't intend. And I'm not taking <laughs> that away from him. But at this juncture, because they're going to say, well, conference, we said conference championships matter. That's an actual statement made by a committee member in the past. And with all the help that they have, and nobody wants to hear about it, from active and former ADs and coaches in the ACC, I cannot rule it out that a conference championship winning Clemson still has, and albeit a small chance, Tantamount to the chance that Cincinnati had to make it last year when everybody shot themselves in the foot, or as EJ always very cordially puts it, shits the bed. Um, that's still on the table. I can't. I, I, I don't it. think it is because here's the deal. Okay, you you may win a conference title game, but you have a a big loss to a team who's going to be in the twenty to twenty five range. When next week's rankings come out, when the You're final sure? rankings come out, why would South Carolina drop that much? I'm talking about Notre Dame. Oh, remember Clemson? Clemson got handed it, their asses handed to them in South Bend, and then they lost to South Carolina this weekend as well. So you like their resume does not stack, and I think that's why they're as low as they are now. Like. Ohio State's resume sucks, but they only have one loss, and that's to a team that's going to be in the top two. But really, and 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 who who have they played exactly? Oh, well, well, according to according to the rankings here, number eight, Penn State. Well, they've beaten 
a Notre Dame team that Clemson couldn't beat, and they also beat so the what? the current number eight team. Right. So so they're heard- like Ohio State's resume is not good, but it's better than Clemson's. So in some ways, they kind of saved themselves that kind of drama that played out, Kyle. Well, we did this because no, they have they the right team. They right. think they have, but that conference championship is going to muck up the works. I'm telling you. I hope it does. We love chaos here. I, you can you can write this down and and I'll play the clip next week if you want me to. Well, you will want me to. Um, <laughs> but Clemson <laughs> could win by 20 plus, and they won't get any higher than seventh. I- I'm come not going to clip it because I hope too much that you're correct. I really do. I don't want this to happen. But these scumbags have done it before. And yes, I'm saying scumbags. To to Kyle's credit here, sorry to interrupt. No, go for um, it. I feel like Clemson only dropping one spot kind of puts that scenario in play. You're correct. If they had dropped more and they should have dropped more after losing more. a game, then I would say no way that have we we have never seen in in any scenario a five a five spot swing from one week to the next especially at this point of the year right justification can be there that they win their conference championship big enough and one of those three four team loses big enough that we could see that I so okay, that. so how big how big does saw a G five team in the top four, and yet so here okay so here's a question though, the two spots behind Clemson in this scenario, the two spots behind Clemson are playing teams six and seven spots ahead of them, so if three and four lose, wouldn't the conference championships by Kansas State or Utah hold more water? Than Clemson's defeat of number nineteen South Car or a uh, uh, of number twenty three North Carolina. Look at how many mm-hmm. ACC teams are represented. Case look how many Pac twelve teams are in there. That's also a fair point. You know, <laughs> <what> I, <laughs> you know and, and and are above North Carolina and North Carolina State. Both are two losses, right? K State and Utah, two losses. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that Florida loss week one looks fucking bad. Looks so bad now for Utah. Yeah, yeah not great. That game. That's not great. But but one. but that's that that's my point. Is it is is if you're gonna jump Clemson five spots, why not jump Kansas State six if they win? I think the only the only team they can jump or would knock out would be USC. I think even if TCU loses, Clemson wins big. Clemson's not getting in over TCU. There's no way yeah. they do that. It would have to be USC losing handily so, right. to Utah and I don't think Utah would have enough juice to jump over a in this scenario winning Kansas right. State and a winning Clemson. Kansas State has three losses, but here they are. Two Tulane, okay, who 18. is currently top twenty ranked. Eighteen. To TCU, we know where they are. Mm-hmm. And to a now defunct, for all intents and purposes, Texas team. Okay, still in the top 20, though. Right, but Kansas State has three losses already. So that's going to negate them leapfrogging anybody. So that answers your question on that front. Mm -hmm. But then again, Ohio State has the one loss. That's a quality loss to number two. So at the end of the day, the committee's going to have a hard on for Ohio State. Quality losses mean more. Than bad wins. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I, I don't, I don't like the committee, uh, but I, I will, I will, and and maybe, maybe I'm changing my lock of the week and getting it out early, but there is no way Clemson has a fucking shot of, of cracking the top four, no matter what happens on Saturday. I mean, listen, don't let your Dabo hatred cloud your judgment here, too. By the way, don't let your love for the Utes muck up the rotation either. They <laughs> have three losses, one of them to Florida, killing them, right? So the scenario you're talking about, you know, we're back to a three-loss team leapfrogging, you know. But again, I, mean, it, it, I, I, I get it, and I don't actually think that Kansas State or Utah – have a chance. I think Clemson has as just as zero chance as those teams do. But they won't have a third loss, Jim. That doesn't what matter. You're you can say it doesn't matter all you want. That doesn't make you right. <laughs> Any day it's Clemson and Alabama in discussion <laughs> because the committee has a hard up for those two schools. They can't yeah. put Alabama above Ohio State now at this point. Neither of them. Well, right. They uh, and and, and he won't. And he won't. Also, and, and here's another question. Um, I know there was a lot of debate uh, with sports shows in the past few days about who should be number one, Georgia or Michigan. Um, do you also think that part of the play, um, small part or not, for putting Michigan at two instead of Georgia is if three or four loses and falls out and Ohio State does get in at four, you don't get that rematch right away because of how big the blowout was this weekend? I think yeah. it's just that Georgia is the better team and the better better resume. Listen, and it's just schedule also too. Like I said, that, that Georgia has the, Michigan. Yeah. Anybody who thinks Michigan should be one, it's called recency bias. Yeah, that, exactly. That's, that's just no, a bad it's, call. it's Georgia. Let's stop the noise. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Sorry, I I think no no no. I'm not. I have Georgia as my number one as well. Yeah. But I think I think if you look at the resumes, it's closer than you think. Georgia's might be better, but I think it's it's closer than you think. Um, how? How? How many close <laughs> games did Georgia have? Let's be honest. The, the Missouri game. That's it. That's it. Are you sure? I remember the Missouri game was the, the close one. Uh, the Florida game was close, but that was a rivalry piece. But I could also come back with Maryland. On the that. Missouri game and the Kentucky game are the okay. only that are within ten points. And Kentucky, Kentucky has lost only to a crap ton of really good teams. Kentucky had one of, if not the toughest schedule in the damn. Nation. And that Kentucky game actually, they were they were pretty much ahead. They were pretty much in control of that game most of the way. So, I mean, yeah. sixteen Those to six isn't in. <laughs> I mean, I again, I have Georgia as my one, but I, like I, I don't, I don't think resume. I mean, we're also just saying. I mean, if we're going to talk about close wins. It, Illinois. Oh, that Illinois. Yeah, that Illinois. So I think that knocks win Michigan by Michigan did not help them. More I'm, I think Georgia had a three fifth harder schedule this year versus uh, fifty four for Michigan. So that mean anything? Well, I mean, the the problem with strength of schedule rankings is it depends where you look. Because I looked at one earlier that had Georgia at six and Michigan at eleven. So okay, it, it, like strength of schedule is. Uh, there's there's a million different ways to calculate that as well. Right. So, um, Michigan schedule is awful in terms of strength of it, and it's Ohio State. Today. Ohio is all big Ohio State, and, and the that's that's the, and yeah, and Penn State. Well, well oh, yeah, they're looking at, it. but, but that's my point. Let's let's keep the bullshit of Penn State at eight in there. 
it, it, you can tell me all about the different ways to measurement. Listen, Jim, I'm in data. I know what you're getting at. But the difference is that big. I don't give a damn what measure you're using. It's that big a difference in Georgia's favor. That's what I'm telling you. It's closer than I think nobody. I love you, but it's not. All right. We will see. We will see. All right. Let's get to championship weekend uh, because that's that's what's going to decide all of this anyway. Um, and uh, we will start. That We're, conversation. What's that? I love that conversation. That was great. Um, but we... We, we start um, on Friday at 7.30, this one on CBS Sports Network from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. It is the Conference USA uh, championship game. North Texas is 7-5. and five. They take on UTSA. They are 10-2, and two, a 8.5-point favorite. 68.5 uh, is your over-under on this one. EJ, go ahead. One second, to pull up the uh, Kyle. Go ahead. Well, yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that. You know, interesting that we have uh, UTSA facing off against a future um, American Com uh, Athletic Conference participant, if I'm uh, not mistaken. There, uh, but yeah, UTSA all day. Uh, I don't know why I feel confident in that. I just do. All right, nope. Matt. I got, I'm ready. Oh, good. Matt. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Are we just doing straight winner? Are we doing spreads? Uh, either way. I mean, I give I give the spreads. You can do it as you wish. Okay. Yeah, give me UTSA minus the eight and a half, and I will take the under of sixty eight and a half. All right, EJ. Now that you're ready. Okay, UTSA to cover. Um, I'll you know, you know I'll give you under as well too. Uh, give me North Texas to cover the eight and a half. UTSA wins. Uh, and give me the give me an under. That's a lot of points uh, for two teams I don't know jack shit about. Uh, all right, not the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve. Take the under. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of Pac Twelve, let's go to it. Uh, and I'm going to go in the same order, uh, the original order. Uh, now that EJ allegedly is ready, uh, no, number I'm good, I'm good yeah. number eleven Utah. They are nine and three against number four uh, USC, who is eleven and one, a three point favorite. 67 is your over under this one Friday night, eight o'clock on Fox from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. EJ, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna trust USC to, to do the job to make sure they take care of their business, and I think they'll win and they'll cover. And I will, uh, I'll take a slight under on this one too. Also, seems kind of high. 67 is a little high. All right, Kyle, I'm screwed no matter what I do. <laughs> if I pick USC, I set the table to be heartbroken that Jim is right and also affect my prediction of USC being in the top 10 at the end of the year. But if I pick Utah and USC wins, then there is a greater rift between me and the host of the show. And we can't have I that. blame you. So <laughs> with all that in mind, I'm going to make Utah the defendants. I'm going to pick USC as much as he alleges to hate them, especially after what they did to his Irish last week. Um, because I, ironically, he hates USC, but I'm picking USC because I love Jim that much. And I don't care if it's 67. The AARP called it 65 and over for the Pac-12. Perfect. Matt. Yeah, give me the USC um, minus three. I would take USC minus seven, honestly. I think it will be a, a wider margin this time around with them earning the right to lose to Georgia in the playoffs. <laughs> And I will also take the over. Both these teams can put points on the board, and neither of them have great 
defenses. Look, uh, on this very show, uh, I believe I predicted on our college football preview, uh, I predicted Utah to win the Pac-12, right? And I had them going to the playoff. That that's out of the question. You lost, Dan. But but I I had them winning the Pac-12. Um, but even even at the risk of proving my myself uh, two months ago wrong, um, I'm going USC. This USC team is better than the Utah team that or, or than than the uh, USC team that lost to Utah before. Uh, this team is is more focused. They've grown over the year. Uh, USC is going to win this game. I take USC plus the three. Um, and I am also taking the over in this one. There is going to be a, a lot of points uh, for sure. Note, if, the, if USC does win this game, you can lock up that I'm correct about Caleb Will- uh, Williams as Heisman winner. Uh, you can go to you can go to my five observations from uh, this past weekend, and I already have that lock. Just on that in your Kirk Cousins worship, thank you very much. Kirk Cousins worship was well. Now that was what point three, but I had Caleb Williams. That that was my fifth observation. You did, you did. You did. Thank you, thank you. Um, all right, let's go to <laughs> Saturday noon uh, Eastern time on ABC from AT T Stadium in Arlington. It is the Big Twelve Championship. Uh, uh, Mike had UTSA and uh, the under USC and the over. Uh, this is number 10, Kansas State. They are 9-3, and three, taking on number 3, TCU, who is 12-0, and 0, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, 62 is your over-under on this one, EJ. This game is scary, actually. I don't know. K-State's, the, the, the three losses you told me that they have this year, mm-hmm. were those games supposed to be close, uh, Kyle? Um, I did not check that closely, sir. Okay. Ugh. You know what? I'm going to – There are no blowouts that I can think of. I think – TC was a ten point win and Texas was a seven. Uh Tulane was seventeen to ten. TCU was thirty eight twenty eight and Texas was thirty four twenty seven. So seven yeah. two seven points and a ten point. Not quite cardiac kids, but uh, still close enough to where you have you, you get put K State in play. But you know, they're, they're this close, man. They're this close. I'm gonna they're the closest deal here. I think they'll win this game, they'll cover. Um and it's Big Twelve football. You already know where we go. You over. Smart. Uh, Kyle. Uh, obviously, I'm already picking the over. I think I think EJ is 100% correct um, about the scariness of this game. Nonetheless, I'm going to pick TCU um, just because I can't quit them right now. Um, don't ask me why. It's not their mascot for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, over. There we go. I think I think this is just me. Hoping against hope that they win, so yes. we don't see the committee pull any trash. Sending good vibes to TCU. Exactly, exactly. We got a little, uh, we got a little breaking news though. Uh, the NFL has flexed the Chiefs at the Broncos out of Sunday Night Football next week, Week 14. Uh, Chargers Dolphins is now your Sunday Night game. Uh, Chiefs Broncos uh, will now be a uh, 3:05 Central Time kickoff on CBS. Wait, no Rusty? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Don't joke. God. <laughs> I hate that we don't get to see him in primetime again. That would suck. We almost did that in four-part harmony. Um, all right, Matt, uh, Big 12 uh, championship. Yep, give me the over. Give me the Horned Frogs to cover the spread. Yeah, look, um, 
I know people even wanted to kind of call into question with TCU slip up, look ahead towards the conference title game last week. Um, I get it was Iowa State. Kansas State's better than them. But uh, TCU is focused. Uh, they are going to cover the two and a half. They're going to win this game handily. Uh, give me the over because it is the Big 12. Um, Mike has the frogs in the over. Uh, then we go to the MAC championship. It is uh, Toledo. They are seven and five and a two and a half point favorite, uh, taking on uh, nine and three Ohio. Uh, hey, there you go, uh, Ohio fans. You uh, have one team in a conference title game this weekend. Oh God, uh, fifty-five <laughs> is your over/under on this one. Saturday at noon on ESPN from Ford Field in Detroit. Uh, EJ, go ahead. I give Toledo a little cover, and I will take the over. Kyle. Wow. Wow. Predicting the Ohio win. You really rocketed to the top there. Anyways, it's a Toledo joke. Nobody knows. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but before you turn into the maction of this game, understand that this is the, the Big 12 in reverse. Pick the under. These teams don't want to score at all. Nothing it's- is over! <laughs> what the if you're going to pick the under, nothing should be over, right? No, no, it's a great, it's a great bite, Jim. I just wasn't ready for that shit. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, when it comes to the Mac, nothing is over. I'm with that. Um, I'm going to go Ohio here um, just because it's impossible for me to take the Rockets seriously. Um, yeah, uh, there we go. And no, that's not a Houston reference for basketball, EJ. Take it easy. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, I'll definitely take the under on this one. Um, and give me Ohio. Toledo's coming off a, a two-game skid here against the, the juggernauts of <laughs> Western Michigan. <laughs> and, they have a red field. It's, 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 that's Eastern Washington. So Yeah. <laughs> and Bowling Green. So, yeah, give me give me Ohio plus the points. I think they were hey, not right. Yeah. Give me the money line, Ohio Bob. Ohio residents need something to cheer for after uh, this past week. So, uh, yeah, give me give me Ohio to win this game, uh, and I will take the under as well. Brady lost to the Browns. It's all good. <laughs> uh, Mike has Ohio. That's so painful for EJ. Look how sad <laughs> yeah, come on. Him. Come on. But, yeah, it wasn't even was the Deshaun Watson Browns. That's even worse, EJ. Um, Mike has exactly. Ohio in the over. Uh, all right, let's go to the Sun Belt uh, Championship game. Mike, you finally get your wish. Coastal Carolina. Uh, we are picking a Coastal Carolina game this year. Uh, they are nine and two. They are at Troy, who is a who is ten and two and an eight and a half point uh, home favorite. Forty eight and a half is your over under. Uh, Three thirty Eastern time on ESPN from Veterans Memorial Stadium in Troy, Alabama. EJ, go ahead. You know, some good vibes at TCU. This is a good vibes Coastal Carolina for Mike here. So this is a good vibes here. Coast Carolina points. Give me the over. All right, Kyle. I've interviewed Jamie Chadwell at the Cure Bowl more than once. I expect to do it again after he, after they win this game. But as for picking this game, oh, my God, who the hell cares? <laughs> um, yeah, they're going to be Troy not, beat Troy, not a state university. Really, the best thing about this game is Troy actually calling themselves Troy and not Troy State because Troy is not a state. Um, and, yeah. Despite the fact they have fewer wins, technically, here. I Whatever. Coastal Carolina wins. All right. Matt. Well, Mikey, last week I asked you if I should take Coast, or, uh, yeah, Coastal Carolina. 
you led me astray. That 47-7 final score Uh-oh. against James Madison <laughs> leads me to not trust Coastal Carolina this week. So give me the Troy Trojans minus the eight and a half. Give me the Troy Trojans minus 14, and I'll take the over. Wow. A number of things what? taking a different wow. direction. Yeah, not only Matt, not only Matt's pick, but Jim on the soundboard. I didn't see you going that direction. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm saying he should have said, "And I blame you." Well, I, you're right. I screwed up there. I blame you. I blame myself. Um, you know what? Mike Mike's doing all the work here to uh, calculate the the season long. Uh, historical accuracy of our of our picks. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna th- I'm gonna throw him I'm gonna throw him a bone. Give me Coastal Carolina uh, <laughs> to uh, to cover and pull the upset. I guess we're gonna call it if they're eight and a half uh, See, point underdogs. Trash, but I still pick Coastal. Does that count as good vibes, EJ? Close right. enough. You pick Coastal, uh, and no, I will. Mike, uh, Mike needed that slap on the wrist. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will take the over in this one. Mike has don't Coastal. fuck up Matt's money. That's, not, <laughs> that's, that's, right. the, that's the rule here. Uh, Mike has Coastal and the over. Uh, all right, we go to the SEC championship game, number fourteen LSU. They are nine and three. Uh, taking on number one, Georgia. You might as well call this at number one, Georgia, because uh, it is coming from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, 12-0, Georgia is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. 51 is your over-under Saturday, 4 o'clock, CBS. EJ, go ahead. I mean, obviously Georgia win this game, but I don't know. Maybe 17 a little too much? Maybe a little bit? Nah, fuck it. Give me Georgia cover. Um and I'll take it over. All right. Kyle. When Brian Kelly wins outright, this committee is going to be hilarious. This <laughs> oh, don't start your shit. I love watching it. But, yeah, I'm not picking it. Oh, my. <laughs> Georgia taking the under as well. All right. Matt. Um, I don't think that Brian Kelly is going to get embarrassed in front of his family <laughs> another time this season. So. <laughs> He will lose. That was great, man. Not by 18. So give me LSU plus the points. I will certainly take the I can, over. <laughs> I can see that. Um, <laughs> man, we look. Where did that kid eventually commit after the dance? Oh, that would have been Alabama. I was saying it was Bama, wasn't it? He's like, Jesus, I got to watch this guy do what? Yeah, I'm going to Alabama. Um, and then, so embarrassing. Look. I I, I want to make the joke about we've seen Brian Kelly versus number one ranked teams before. Um, but, man, 17 and a half is a lot of points, a lot of points. So I'm going to take LSU. It may not be by a lot, but I think they're going to cover 17 and a half. Georgia wins this game, though, uh, in pretty easy fashion. Not Ian Book quarterback. <laughs> well, that's Brian true. Kelly. That's true. <laughs> um, you the way, yeah, you couldn't have been sure about that watching them play Texas A and M last week, but um, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, Georgia wins handily. Uh, I'm going to take the over as well. Same thing with Michigan. It wasn't Shea Patterson, and I'm glad for your wife and you, Jeff. Oh, I'm just <laughs> good God. You, and but you had to invoke that name that I will get the punishment for. So I, I had to cover it. Shut your face. <laughs> that's a you problem, not a me problem. Um, no, Mike you, has. Do not handle Just no saying that shit. Mike has uh, LSU and the over. Uh, then we go to the AAC championship, number 22 UCF. They are 9-3. and three. 
uh, at number 18, Tulane, who is 10-2 and and a three-and-a-half point home favorite. 56-and-a-half is your over-under on this one. Saturday, 4 o'clock, ABC from Yulman Stadium in New Orleans, Louisiana. EJ. Actually, if I may take the ball here, too, and give them some inside information. Go ahead. Go first. Go ahead. Um, yes, after the holy hauler helped UCF barely trickle by a 1-10 in 10 USF team, closing the door on that rivalry in football, at least for the foreseeable future at UCF, John Rice Plumley left that game early with a hamstring injury. Now, guys, if you've been following JRP at all, you'll understand that he throws like a guy named Buckshot. You know, you don't know where the ball is going when you pull the trigger. However, he's an incredible athlete who can run the ball like a beast. With a pulled hamstring, now he's not. However, this being a true rematch in the form of going on the road to Tulane in a game that Tulane lost last time, another thing that's familiar, the the status of the quarterback is also in doubt as GRP was recovering from a concussion that same game. So there's a whole lot of cloud and intrigue here. However, UCF's defense looked like complete butt last week, giving up over uh, nearly 300 yards on the ground, 200 or more than 200 to two single players. That being said, the defense needs to clean it up if they want any hope. Take the over in this game. I feel like Tulane has a balanced offense. Say what you want at Spe- as Spears as a running back. He is great. He is fast as hell. Pratt at quarterback, though, is enough to balance this team out. If Mikey King gets the start, UCF's going to be in trouble. The O-line will not ho- hold up, in my opinion, but they'll at least put some points on the board before they get beat. I got Tulane outright, and I also have the over. All right. Thank you, Kyle, for the uh, the insight on that game. We appreciate it. EJ, go ahead. I also have Tulane to cover the spread, and I'm going to also take the over as well. And by the way, thanks for wishing me not going to the Cotton Bowl, bitch. (laughs) Uh, Matt, go ahead. Um, Give me the green wave, and I will take the over. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, give me uh give me the wave and the over as well as uh as does Mike. So pretty uh clean sweep there. Thanks uh, guys. No problem, Kyle. We <laughs> we do this for you. Uh if it, if it if it was Navy, I could I could see UCF staying within three and a half points of Navy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go to the Mountain West. It is Fresno State there, eight and four at Boise State, who is nine and three and a three point home favorite. Fifty four is your over under Saturday. Four o'clock on Fox from Albertson Stadium in Boise, Idaho. The Blue Turf. Uh, we're gonna get some national play uh, on that one. EJ, go ahead. All right, give me uh, Boise. Give me the over. All right, Kyle. Yeah, um, EJ nailed it there. It's something that happens every now and again. I'm joking. No, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm with it. I uh, listen. Boise State's a good program. Looking forward to UCF playing them more in the future. They will actually travel to Boise State next year to open the season, if I remember correctly. But yeah, uh, I got Boise handling business there as well. All right, Matt. Yeah, give me the boys in blue. Um, I'll take the over on that as well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to agree with Mike and I love the way he puts it Smurf turf and the under. Um, so there we go. Uh, then we go to the big 10 title game. It is eight and four Purdue, uh, uh, taking on number two, Michigan, who is 12 and oh, a 16 and a half point favorite 52 is your over under on this one Saturday at eight o'clock on Fox from Lucas oil stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana, EJ, go ahead. Give Michigan to cover. A lot of points, I know, but give me the uh, cover, cover, and uh, I'll take the 
slight under on this one, actually. Okay. Uh, Kyle? Per don't, Michigan all day, double whatever they the, the spread is, and take the over because it's going to be that big a beatdown. All right. Perfect. Matt? I got to break up this Michigan love fest. Here. Oh, so come we on. All, we all know Jim's going to rave in on, <laughs> on his – with his go blue t-shirt under that Dallas Cowboys jersey. Um it's blue. <laughs> Counts actually black. Um, oh, sorry, I don't have my glass. <laughs> I've said before you won't hear me pick Michigan on this show. Range true. Given the 16 and a half points, Michigan is still gonna win the game. But let's make it a little nervous in the niece household. <laughs> for would you would you a couple bet hours? Would I bet? Purdue plus 16 and a half? No. Okay. Again, <laughs> there we go. Perfect. won't hear me. You won't hear him say don't, it, but he won't bet worry. it. Don't worry, Give, Matt. give Jim, me the over. Right. Jim will hear qu- heal quickly, just like Wolverine. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> that's painful. Ridiculous. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. Dude, Michigan plus. I'm going to take the under because I just don't think – Regardless of how many points Michigan's scoring, that Purdue's going to be able to do enough uh, to cover that 52. Um, now, Jim, they just beat Illinois handily. <laughs> I see what you're doing, and I'm not biting the hook. That's <laughs> they bait. They scored 31 points against that tough Illinois defense. That's bait. It's a little bit um, more than 19, I'm just saying. Mike says Michigan in the over, they score 52 by themselves. Uh, well, they'd have to score 53 by themselves because 52 would just be hitting the line. Um, and then we go to the ACC title game. Uh, it is number nine somehow. Clemson, who is 10-2, and two, uh, they are seven-and-a-half-point favorite against number 23, North Carolina, who is nine and three. 63 and a half is your over-under. Saturday, 8 o'clock on ABC from Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. EJ, go ahead. Give me Carolina the points. Give me the under. All right. Kyle? It's a shame your Seminoles suck so hard, EJ. I would actually pick them over at Clemson in this game. However, the other <laughs> most overrated team in that conference for some time has been North Carolina, and I'm not doubling down on that shit. Give me Dab over to win the day and the over. All right, Matt. Uh, I will take Clemson. UNC just hasn't had that potent offense that we've come to expect, which is why I'll also take the under on that one. I don't know about um, this wee shit with expecting potent offense, but go ahead. <laughs> That's <fair>. The majority <laughs> of people in the country, I guess, not Kyle. I mean, they're averaging 38 points a game and 480 yards. I'd say that's a pretty potent offense. Hey, listen, if I if I if I if I go against uh, EJ in a foot race inside of a Porsche, I'm gonna go get a high speed too. I'm just <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, all right, give me. You know what? Fuck it. Give me North Carolina to cover and win outright. Fuck Davo Swinney. And as beautiful as Kyle's scenario was for Clemson backdooring themselves into the playoff, they're not even going to win, so it ain't going to matter anyway. So uh, so there we go. Uh, give Foley Corso on that, by the way. The beauty- I know, exactly, right? Um, and uh, give me the over uh, as well. Uh, Mike has Clemson and the under. Uh, so that is con, uh, college football championship weekend, uh, the final uh, college football playoff rankings and the bowl matchups will be set uh, on Sunday. So we will uh, react to that uh, next week here um, and uh, and, you know, then college football kind of 
goes somewhat dormant for a while, but uh, we will we will discuss the playoff matchups and and the rankings and that. Get the Army Navy game. Well, that's true. Very true. Um, you guys watch that? I usually do. I tune in for a bit and then I stop. I mean, it's usually a quick game because both teams just run the ball, so the clock is constantly running. It's like an hour and a half long. Of course I'm going to watch it. It's an easy watch. Um, all right, but let's go to the National Football League. Week 13 is upon us this upcoming weekend. Uh, only two teams on a bye this week. It is the Cardinals and the Panthers, so uh, their fans get to breathe easy, all three of them this weekend. Um, but we will start <laughs> with uh, my game uh, for the weekend. Uh, not really any playoff implications at all in this one. I mean, I guess you can make an argument that uh, if the Browns rattle off the rest of their schedule, um, that they could be in the in the hunt in the AFC, but certainly not the Texans. But it, more intriguing is because of the return of Deshaun Watson it is the four and seven Browns who are a seven point road favorite at the one nine and one Houston Texans. 47 is your over under on this one uh, Sunday at one o'clock um, on CBS. Um, so really, I mean, you can make a quick pick because again, the game doesn't matter so much, but, but um, how do you think, and Matt, we'll start with you. How do you think that Deshaun Watson's going to look after, not playing in as long as he has and, and, and coming in for the Browns. Um, probably look like he did when he was last playing, which was like, shit, he's going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, so what's your pick for the game? Oh, I'm picking your game first. Um, give me the Browns just because the Texans are so bad that I don't even think Deshaun playing like shit will cause them to lose the game um and give me the under all right kyle you know jim you said this was marketing a la the wwe uh when they picked this particular game of deshaun facing his old team for marketing purposes so with that in mind i'm wondering if i touch myself will be his theme music <laughs> because then that way it would assure he's not getting massages anyways i have the uh that the is a disgusting act it is. Love it. Um, Joe Buck yourself, Irish. No one asked you. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Joe Buck you. yourself. Thank you for recreating that. Is that great... funny? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for creating that super great Twitter moment that we had uh, when it was EJ Christian 7 versus the SOTG there for a bit. Anyways. Um, yeah. So with all that in mind, I have the Browns. I have the under. Um, and listen, I saw it personally in the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, preseason game. Deshaun Watson did, in fact, to quote Mac, play like shit. All right, EJ. Who's starting for Houston this week? Is that another Kyle, Kyle Allen? Uh, I don't see why it wouldn't be Kyle Allen. Didn't they cut the other guy? Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh, my God. Because I want to take Houston the points here. That's why. Um, Does it really matter, Davis Mills or Kyle Allen? No, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to get Houston the points here. You're but nothing but a degenerate. Browns, Browns win, but get Houston the points here. You're Would nothing you but that? a degenerate. Honestly, I might consider it. Oh, no, you wouldn't. Oh, come on. <laughs> an and EJ, this is why you lose money. <laughs> I bet with your buddy, Matt. No, <laughs> no yeah. give me uh, Houston points here, but give, uh, give me uh, the under as well. Um, how, and, and your thought, Deshaun, how do you think he's gonna He'll be rusty? Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like Russell Wilson, or do you mean rusty? 
like rusty. Like yeah, so, either way, shitty is what you're telling me. Man, <laughs> he'll, he'll play very mid. Um, mid mid might be an upgrade from how I think Deshaun Watson is going to look, or at least how he looked in the preseason. Now again, it's preseason, whatever. Um, but I was. It's it's. I mean, if you're if you're coming back again, yeah, it's the it's the, the you it's well scripted. Um, Vince McMahon, sorry, I mean Triple H couldn't write this any better. Um, for for the return here, and it's probably the best spot. Uh, for them playing just a a hapless Texas team, uh, Texans team. Um, yeah, give me the Browns to cover. It's going to be an ugly cover, but they're they're just better, even with a crappy Deshaun Watson. Um, but give me the under because both of these teams stink out loud. Um, Playoff run, let's go. Mike has uh, Texans and Risky. the under. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to EJ's game. It is the eight and three Bills. They're a four point road favorite at six and five New England. Forty three and a half is your over under. This one, the Thursday night game, uh, eight fifteen Eastern time on Prime Video. EJ, go ahead. <sighs> this is tough because in New England too, especially. Um, this is not a short week for Buffalo though because they played Thursday last week. So, mm-hmm. um, both you know, teams played me- Thursday. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Uh, give me the Bills here. Um. Wouldn't bet it though. We're gonna be able to cover slightly. Um, and I'll take I'll take a slight I'll take it over this one because fucking New England and Minnesota put up points last week. Why couldn't they put points to Buffalo? So give me the over in this one as well. All right, Matt. Um, I would bet this one. I would take Buffalo minus four. I would take the over as well. I think both of those offenses can put enough points on the board at 43 and a half. Honestly, seems a little bit low for what we've seen, especially just out of the Bills offense alone. All right, Kyle. I feel like the two of them combined can definitely do that with the over. I'm there. Uh, let's see, Foxborough. No, Foxburn. No. Listen, say what you will about Belichick. It's going to ha- turn out the same way it did with Cousins. At the end of the day, the Pats just don't have enough offense to keep up, and that's what happened when Kirk Cousins had one of the best rosters in the NFL to take care of the business. The Bills have a similarly stacked roster. I see the same thing happening. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be the. The Bills, I think the Bills are going to cover the four, but I think it's going to be close. Again, the thing I've been saying uh, at least for the past uh, three, four, or five weeks is the Bills uh, do not like to put games away for whatever reason, Um, and I think that's going to be the uh, the case again uh, this Thursday. Um, But again, they win, they cover. uh, give uh, Give me the over. Uh, in this one speaking of the over mike says how many tables do the bill smash uh whatever it is give me the over uh and he also what are you setting the over under (laughs) doesn't matter um and also uh he has the bills uh and the over uh then we go to matt's game it is the nine and two chiefs they are a two and a half point road favorite at seven and four cincinnati uh 52 and a half is your over under sunday 425 on cbs matt your game go ahead yeah, um, I like what Cincinnati's been doing recently on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we'll see if, if they're able to get some of their big-name position players on offense back. So I, I think that I would feel comfortable taking the over in either situation, and I would take the the Bengals outright, so give me them plus the points too. All right, very good. Kyle? Um, listen, this is another – back-to-back playoff rematches is a tough thing to face. I, I, I talk about this in uh, – uh, Playoffs? Yes, exactly. In this week's matchup, Mania on the three-pointconversion.com. And even though we allegedly have a bunch of NFC East fans, nobody has – Allegedly. 
the NFC, yeah, right, the NFC East as a game yet. The hell, guys. That being said, um, yeah, I'm with Matt. His his picks will match mine down the board. Chiefs over, blah 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 blah, whatever. Might as well be a Big Twelve game. Uh, EJ, I actually love Cincy to spot here. They get traced back this week. They're playing well. Casey's due for a, a little bit of a letdown. You're sure they're getting chased back? Yeah, they said it's a clear play this week. Okay. Well, Are they getting Mixon back as well? Does Mike know? I uh, Mike does know. In, in, in any case, I, I think Casey's due also a letdown game. But there's a, you know, no big deal. Remember last year, they met late in year two, and Casey uh, also lost that to Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Um, yeah, Chase, is, a, Chase right. is expected to return. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mixon remains in concussion protocol yesterday. Um, so again, we're still we're still early in the week. So in any case, the guy that kid for Ryan is playing well though. Thirty four playing very well oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I like Cincinnati. They're, they're, they're playing good right now. They're winning the back right now. Casey's due for a little bit of letdown. It's not gonna be a big deal in, in in the larger scheme, but give me Casey. Uh, Cincinnati win this outright and um, give me the over as well, just like last year. Yeah, overs the play. Um, I think this is gonna be a great game. Uh, both offenses are gonna be moving the ball. Um. So that's the smart play. Um, you know what? Give me the Bengals to cover, and uh, and I think they probably pulled the upset at home. So, uh, yeah, give me give me the Bengals and the over. Um, Mike says uh, Bengals and the over. The offensive line finally got their shit together. There you go. And yeah, they look good. Actually, the line looks actually. I go too far. I mean, they, 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 they who, decent. who did decent. they play last week? Tennessee. It, 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 Tennessee is a good front. In fairness, but. When you're when they are surprised that you're balanced, I don't think the defensive plan was there. But that being said, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I said two weeks ago when the offensive line figured it out against Carolina that I needed to see something more. Uh, I'll give them the credit there uh, for doing it against Tennessee. Fair enough. So, gentlemen, I shall be back. All right, uh, all right. Kyle has to bounce out here for a minute, uh, and we are getting to his game. Um, right now that is the eight and three dolphins at the seven and four San Francisco 49ers who are a four point home favorite 46 and a half is your over under, uh, on this one Sunday, four Oh five on Fox, uh, since no Kyle to call it, uh, EJ, go ahead. This is the game. This is the set of games. Now there's the three games come from the dolphins again. You know, this game, they played this game, Buffalo, and I think New England next three weeks. So these next three weeks, we're going to tell us a lot about the dolphins now. Um, I like San Francisco in this game. I'm, but I'm really curious how how well Miami plays. Could they go on the road? Or could they, you know, it's a competitive all that. I like San Francisco slight cover, and give me ooh, I'll take a little bit over. Why not? Because San Francisco score points when they want to. All right, Matt. Can they? Because they just put up thirteen oh, I know. against the Saints. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, is I know they didn't, Garoppolo. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't want to this week. They didn't want to this week. I know Garoppolo <laughs> and McCaffrey both got dinged up a little bit, so that's something Ooh. to watch as well. Okay, okay. I wouldn't bet this game until right now. I stay away. Nah, game. I wouldn't either. Yeah, stay, wouldn't either. stay away. Um, I, I would still take the over in this instance. Um, but give me the Dolphins plus the points. I like the way that that team's been gelling recently, and and their defense. I know that they haven't played like great teams lately but but they've been able to sustain uh and and make stops when they need to so i'll take the dolphins i'll say as much jim real quick this is the game where i say if the dolphins win this game straight up to they're in my super bowl bubble officially so they're not there yet 
Okay. Um, again, I, if they, if they win this game, I'm going to start taking them a little bit more exactly. seriously. But, you know, when they're um, when they're, they're winning streak here, and again, it's hard to win five games in a row. In the in the National Football League, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the same defense that I've used for the Eagles. Like you, you don't get to make your own schedule, so you can only play the games in front of you. Um, that said, the Dolphins have uh, it's Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, Houston. Um, you know they win this week. You have a little bit more of my attention, but like you said, Chargers, Bills, a um, couple more weeks here. We're gonna find out. Uh, definitely uh, much much more. Uh, about the Dolphins, yeah, uh, Mitchell out for the Dolphins as well, so that's going to change the game a little bit, um, and uh, so they're going to have to rely on some different weapons. I mean, they do have weapons, so you know, losing Mitchell's tough, but you have uh, you have other running backs. You obviously have two uh, tremendous receivers. You have a solid tight end, so there's weapons there. Um, I th- I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover the four. Um, I think the Niners are going to edge them out, but again, that's going to be a close win. Um, uh, for the Dolphins to cover and give me the, mm, man, uh, give me the slightest of overs as well, uh, in this one. Um, Mike says, uh, Niners who EJ will put it to when they win and the under and, uh, Devin has no surprise here, uh, Miami and the over. Um, and then lastly, we go to Sunday night football. It is the four seven and one Indianapolis Colts at the eight and three Dallas Cowboys, who are eleven point home favorite. Forty three and a half is your over under Sunday uh, at eight twenty on NBC and Peacock. Matt, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why this one didn't get flexed out. Yeah, me, me <laughs> like, neither. I don't know. Yikes. When you had when you had the Bengals, the Chiefs. Maybe right just because the Chiefs have been in so many primetime games, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I think there's like a cap on how many you're allowed to have. But Dallas will, will still, will you know, because their base is so fucking. Well, I mean, yeah, people well. are gonna people are gonna tune into it because the Cowboys. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a Sunday night football game. You'll get you'll get viewers. Um, yeah, give me give me Dallas. I, I don't think that I, I know Indy has a. a decent enough defense but i don't think that they're gonna have the the offensive firepower to even try to keep up if it's a close game defensively so i'll take dallas minus 11 i will take the under on that as well all right ej yeah i'll make plans for that night because i'm gonna watch this fucking game dallas covers this game easy um but i like the over uh the under as well too i love i love that i love that you think it's gonna be easy uh i i disagree i don't I don't think that it is going to be easy. Um, uh, unfortunately, should it be? Sure. But it should have been an easy win for the Cowboys against the Packers a couple of weeks ago. And we all saw uh, how that worked out for them. Um, I think the Colts are going to cover us a, a, a slight bit here, uh, even if it's 10 points or 9 points. Um, the Cowboys are going to win, but I think uh, I think they're, they're going to, you know, take another year off of my life because uh, that's what they love to do. Um, and, uh, give me a, uh, give me an over. I think if, if it's going to be a close game like that, it's probably going to be more in line of a, uh, shootout. Um, let's see. Mike has Cowboys in the over. Devin has Cowboys in the over. Yeah. Mike says, uh, they had reached the cap prior to them getting flexed out. So yeah, that was, that was the issue. Had they flexed out the, uh, the Denver game, they could have flexed the chiefs in this week but again uh the the league does put a cap um on those things so 
Uh, that is why they did not flex Kansas City, Cincinnati, which certainly I mean, you would think looking ahead before you set the season that that would have been one that you circled and said, let's make this a primetime game. I'll tell you why they didn't do it on the indie side. Their record is still good enough to at least consider it stay, staying where it's at. They're not like, you know, Houston bad, you know, Denver bad. They have four wins, you know, so that's probably why. I guess. Nah. Otherwise, Otherwise, I guess. I mean, anyway. But yeah. also the Cowboys. Oh, but, oh, it's also a Cowboys game too. Also. Well, yeah, you're not going to flex the Cowboys out, probably. So there we go. As we do each and every week, we look into Ernest's power rankings, and I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll have a little bit calmer discussion right now because Kyle's not here. If and when he returns, can't wait to get here. I can't wait for during this. this segment. He's probably going to blow a gasket, but. Uh, Again, we'll start. EJ, read them off. That we'll start with the bottom okay. five for this. Bottom week. five. Here we go. We got a newcomer here. Twenty-eight, New Orleans Saints. Twenty-nine, LA Rams. Thirty, the Bears. Thirty-one, the Broncos. Thirty-two, the Texans. Dude, I almost did it, Matt. I almost you, did it. You, you should have. But you know why? You know why, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> head to head, to head, man. They actually beat fucking Houston. And um, actually wins in Houston. The only the only thing I have different. I mean, they have beat your 49ers too, so I guess I get it. <laughs> the only thing I have different in my bottom <laughs> five is I have the Bears at twenty nine and the Rams at thirty. Okay. Um, Same through there too, huh? Nice. I, 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 look, flip a coin for Houston and and Denver. Honest to God, like they they both suck out loud. It, it, it's it 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 doesn't really doesn't matter either way. They're they're. 33 and 34 in my opinion they're, they're both that bad right um right but yeah uh i mean the only reason i would have the broncos lower is due to expectations everyone was thinking super bowl team for denver really? at the start of the season not me i i, I missed the playoffs all, all, all together this year no you didn't no because the afc is that those that on paper was that tough that's why I have them ten and seven. I had the under in ten and a half. Okay. Well, a lot of people had the Broncos at least as a playoff team, if not a Super well, even, Bowl. Even at ten and seven, they were at least going to be in a conversation to the later oh, part oh, of no, the no. season. Oh, we agree. It's a letdown. I'm just saying that I have like that's the only reason I would have them lower. No one went into the season and said, you know what, those Houston Texans might make some noise. Nobody <laughs> said that. No one. Texans fans didn't say that. The Texans, Texans themselves. Players. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Coaches, players, front office staff. Nobody was yeah. uh, was was beating that drum. Uh, Mike said he has the same bottom five uh, as me, so he had the the Bears and the Rams flipped on your side. So I think we're all in general agreement. These are about the five worst teams. Now, could you have swapped out uh, a team or two in place of the Saints? Maybe. Yeah. Um. But you know, I, otherwise. You know, like Pittsburgh got a win. Did they get a win this week? Yeah, they beat, sure did. beat the Colts. Yeah, so they beat the Colts, so that kind of keeps them out. I, you can make an argument for the Colts at twenty eight, quite frankly, um, if, if you wanted to. Um, Carolina's played better recent weeks. Can't yeah, Carolina got a win this week. Um, you know, the Cardinals. If you want to make an argument for them, it's the Broncos. If you want to make the Cardinals an argument at twenty eight, I'm not going to be mad at it either, but. I don't think we're necessarily wrong here. I think uh, I think maybe I'd, I'd put the Bears in below and move the Saints out, but I wouldn't. I'm not torn up about it. Yeah. Right. All right, EJ, read off your top ten. All right, ten to one, ten to one. We got them in finally. The Jets, 
A 10. Number nine. Of all Ray- weeks. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, Mike White, baby. Who's I mean, again, the quarterback. What have I been saying for weeks, though? I don't trust Zach Wilson. Well, he's no problem anymore. You Mike trust White. Mike White? <laughs> More than Zach Wilson. Okay. At this point. I mean, um, Mike White at least rallied the troops behind him. Yeah, and again, the team against the number thirty team on EJ's ranking. No, right, but again, without but, without you know, uh, Justin Fields and now right. without their running back. Or what I say about, about that win? It was less about the win, more about the response of, of the locker room, and that can go a long way. All right, number ten, the Jets. Number nine, the Ravens. Eight, the Vikings. Seven, Bengals. Six, Dolphins. Five, Cowboys. Four, Bills. Three, Niners. Two, Chiefs. One, Eagles. I actually had this change last minute. I had Bills at three still, Niners at at, uh, uh, at four. You should have left. Then, then, I, then I saw an interesting stat. Fellas, do you know how many points the Niners have, the Niners have given up in the last three games in the second half? No, why don't you tell us? Zero. Okay. That's and... three games, second half. Zero. Granted, yeah. Saints, Rams, Cardinals. Right, Rams. Uh, now, yeah. one of those games was against the Chargers. So, right. But again, that's something. This is the NFL. That's not zero point second half. Okay. No, you're right. Sorry. Deal. I was looking at something different. It's a big, big deal. So, zero point second half. So, that has come something. Buffalo lost Von Miller um, for a couple weeks. Haven't played great. Look, they, 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 you know, they big win against Detroit last week. But, <laughs> lost but, you know. Von Miller is your reason. Well, I mean, to, to swap, I mean, to swap the two, yeah. I mean, it's still, still, still a Super Bowl bubble, of course. But, you know, to me, Jesus. if you ask right now, Matt, if these two teams play right now, who wins? I'm thinking San Francisco. <laughs> you would be wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the, maybe the, they the Super Bowl. Loss, maybe... The loss of Von Miller doesn't really Now, what, AJ, is that, is that in I mean, San Francisco, Buffalo, or neutral field? Or does it I'm matter thinking, to you? Um, where fans. were the where were the Niners last week in Four. your ranking? Four. Okay, and so it was that impressive thirteen zero win over the Saints. No, it's a, it's a st- <laughs> you were in your it's, bottom it's, it's five. It's the overall stat I saw. Like I said, last three games, second half, get up, giving up zero points in second half. What games. what does that against matter? the Saints and the Cardinals in two of those three games? Are they NFL teams? Yes or no? Okay, the Barely. Texans are an NFL team. Are you going to be banging the drum for how good your team is for shutting out the Texans? Hey, be the frisky uh, fucking Jaguars this year. Stop. Relax, okay? <laughs> but, 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 okay, again, using again, the or they an NFL look, team argument. Three and four is a game of inches at this point now, okay? It's a game of inches, okay? But your, your whole reason was because of the shutout thing in the second half, which means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things, and Von Miller getting hurt. And they only scored 30. You're also, I think, focusing on the wrong part. This great Niners team only scored 13 against the Saints. Thank you, Mike, for pointing that one out. 13. With that new, high-powered, great offense. What did he say? They only scored 13 against the Saints. What did Mike say? That's what he said. He said only scoring 13 against the Saints. Okay. For the most part, the top eight is pretty much the same as last week. Baltimore got knocked down a little bit because of the, of the loss this weekend. Um, otherwise, everything's pretty much static. I I did consider swapping one and two also, but again, they're ten and one, dude. They're ten and one. No one else is ten and one this year. Gotta give them give, give them credit. Um, you know, they had a couple of warts this couple of weeks, but you know that's bound to happen when he wins many games early on. So the only changes for me, I put the Eagles back at one. 
um, after the win this week. Um, it was definitely a get-right spot, and they did it convincingly. Um, I mean, you love to see Aaron lose too, don't you? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? Let me ask you that. Um, yeah, nothing else moved except for uh, I had the Ravens at eight last week. They are now in my ten spot. Um, you lose to the Jaguars, you got you got to get punished a little bit there. I think uh, that's what the Jaguars lost because I think we said in my podcast last week, Mike and I, I said that was a trap game for uh for Baltimore. You know, so it was. I wasn't shocked that he lost the game, but at some point, and I know Kyle's big on the Baltimore Ravens, and I get that and he should be, but they've now lost five games this year, blowing a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay. And I, I also still, look at last we week. Still, we still have six, six weeks to go in the season. Yeah. So at some point, this is now become a trend. And, I, I mean, I had the Ravens as high as four on my lists weeks ago. But they've gradually been working themselves down, and that's with going four and one in their last five, because they're doing it that the Browns, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, they haven't had convincing wins against those four teams that are bad. Now you lose to the Jaguars. Like they have the talent to do it. They have the coaching to do it. Like it, it it's not that. It's it's their execution. Yes. It's the reason why I've dropped I had, you know, I had the Bills at the top for so long, and they've slipped to three because they have obviously they have the talent, but they love to give games away. They love to make things dangerous. They're not doing, they're they're not putting teams away. Again, everybody wants to talk about the Eagles' schedule. Um, again, nobody in the NFL makes up their own schedule. They don't even get to pick their out of division games. If you want to like try and make the comparison to college football, NFL, you don't get to do that. So like all you can do is play the games as they are scheduled, and the Eagles. You know, with the exception of what two little bumps in the road, um, have done everything they needed to do convincingly. You know, so so anybody that that's trying to like run the Eagles, like that that's that's silly. Like the Ravens, they haven't done that. Like yeah, and, Ravens have some bad losses on their resume. Yeah, and they have some all, bad well, wins all, too. All the losses are all the losses are fucking bad at this point now because all the they can be easily undefeated right now. Honestly, I mean, look, the Dolphins lost, the Bills lost. Again, those are games you gave away, but it, it's hard to call them bad because you're playing against two teams that are in a lot of people's top five or six teams. So in those in those sort of games, you're going to have slip ups. You're going to have times where you blow a lead or the other team comes back. Because let's not let's not put all of the blame on the Ravens, even though it's been kind of a trend with them. Let's also maybe say the Bills made adjustments and won the game, or the Dolphins made adjustments and won a game. But, like, to me, the Giants' loss is bad, the Jaguars' That's loss is bad. bad, and, yeah, there's there's some bad wins on there, too. Uh, looking at you, 13-3 and 13 to three over Carolina. Like, and, and, like, that one, like, there was points in the second half of that game where I thought Carolina was going to score – uh, and get it within a field goal, or or obviously then possibly take a lead. So, um, again, the Ravens, you start to get right, you're you're going to be fine. But until you do it, you're you're and, and, slipping. And I got to I got to be honest right now too. Also, I know I know they beat them early in the year, but if you ask me right now, week thirteen, who do you like going forward, Cincinnati or Baltimore? Oh, Cincinnati. I'm, I'm Cincinnati. Absolutely, Cincinnati. I trust them right now. Um, yeah, without question. I mean, I know uh, Baltimore currently holds the tiebreaker. Uh, because they beat them earlier in this year, but I think what they got that coming to roost here in a couple of weeks, probably uh, to close out the season, week eighteen. So, um, you know, so so that that game still has to be played, you know. And 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 honestly, if you, you know, you're you're looking at it for me, 
you know, if the the Ravens lose another game and and the Bengals win, the Ravens are out of the division lead. Um, and then you start to question, you know, is Mike White a thing? You know, is is he going to be the catalyst for this Jets team? Because they have a good defense. It's a matter of getting that offense to fire. And if that if that begins to happen, then you got to start saying, are the Jets better? You know, uh, if the Patriots rattle off some more, if the Chargers start to get things right, like. The Ravens aren't a lock in the playoffs, in my opinion, um, in, in this AFC, especially the way that they've been playing games. So, um, I have a question for you guys, though. If not the Jets at 10, who would you put in there? Um, I still have – I had the Titans, and I probably should have I probably should have bumped the Titans. Uh, I know they lost to Cincy, um, and I actually <laughs> moved them up once. That was maybe an error on my part. It was a close game, though. Um, I think my my rankings reflected more the punishment of the Ravens uh, than the Titans. So um, I think the Titans are in play. Um, kind of like the Chargers moving forward, actually. Yeah, but again, for me, and I know you, this is where you and I differ. I don't put future projection in 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 my power rankings. To me, it's about what you've presented so far, so because again, then we're like, just making predictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's one of those things. I think it's less about that, but also about trust. So, like, the Giants, for example, they've been a winning team all year long, but I don't trust them. Okay, so I mean. I, they, so, so, so what I'm saying here is that they, 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 they get top 10 for a week, then they lose, they get a quick hook. Look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this team should be in a top 10, but where, how close to the top 10 do you guys have Washington? They're are they, are they getting close? They're inching closer. They're in the top fifteen. Okay, yeah, definitely. definitely, definitely. Um, you know, By so way, if the East, if the, if the playoffs are today, all the four teams in the East are in the playoffs. That's correct. I get my way. I got the Giants in, and my Commodores pick hang, hangs on. Well, so sp- speaking of futures, who do you have more confidence in out of those two, EJ? The Giants watch, or the watch, co- watch the Commanders? Watch the Commanders. I said I, this I actually do my, too. I asked. I, I said. I said on my podcast two weeks ago before the Detroit game. The Giants need to bake in these wins early. So when they play the tougher schedule, they have these these games packed away early to withstand any pressure going forward. That Detroit loss is, is if they miss the playoffs this year by a game, the Detroit game is why they lost. I'll tell you right now. Okay, I mean, so I mean, you you have Commanders, Eagles, Commanders, Vikings in this four stretch. What do you see? I mean, I wouldn't say the Colts is a tough game for the the Giants. Um, so we we what, say that with those four games, what do you see as a Look right, Kyle. Hold on, hold on, Kyle. Yeah, let's let, let's finish points. We're welcoming Kyle back, uh, and we will certainly get to his reaction to these. But uh, finish the point, Matt. What What do you think that the Giants need to do in that four game stretch to have? They have a split. They have the split with Washington at, at the very least. Number one, that's eight wins there if they get that. Oh, um, the Colts oh, win. Oh. They should win the Colts game. That's nine wins. You better hope the Eagles game week 18 is a game that the Eagles don't need. That's 10 wins. So the magic number to me is 10 to win in the NFC. Okay. So I need to split commanders, beat the Colts, and beat split the Eagles. So let's so let's 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 take Minnesota. a look at the Vikings schedule to see if that week 18 game against Philly uh will matter. Uh the Vikings play the Jets at the Lions, Colts, Giants, at Packers, at Bears. That week 18 game could still be in play. Now the Eagles will hold the tiebreaker. So the the Vikings need to do what two better um 
currently than are than there, the Eagles are there do. Any so prime time games there from Mr. Kirk. Um, currently <laughs> no. Um, now the. The Colts game is to be determined. That's not going to be prime time. And week 18 versus the Bears, that's not going to be prime time. So uh, I think they're clear there. The Giants got helped by Seattle losing this week because they that timer goes gone. A lot of teams got helped by Seattle losing this week. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Including your Niners. Um, may I petition the committee to mm-hmm. explain why the Colts aren't bottom five? You're close. Go- by the way, before we get to, stop with your clothes bullshit, that's They're not close. a question. They're close. Hey, Jim, play the motherfucking Lucifer bit. I tried to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. Why are the goddamn Texans still 32? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I honestly, listen, I, I, I'm not as annoyed by it as I have been in the past because the Texans have done themselves no favors, and over that, they don't even have their starting quarterback the same anymore. I get it. Um, and the Broncos have been somehow, even though losing to the Panthers, uh, showing air quotes signs of life. Fine. But at this point, you not having the Colts in here, I'm not angry, angry about it because I'm still lamenting the fact that my dude Jeff Saturday has been put in such a bad situation. Um, they should really be in the running for 32 themselves. Um, I don't care what their record is. They're not the same team now that they were then. Yeah, I um, I said that if you wanted to put um, if you wanted to put Indy, if you wanted to put the Cardinals, if you wanted to put um, that's a little drastic. If you wanted to put them at twenty, like there's a couple a other teams that that you could put in at twenty eight. Um, but I I didn't I didn't find anything egregious with the bottom five. Yeah, I mean the Bears. The Bears, honestly, at thirty at this point with a backup quarterback, getting fucking smoked by another backup quarterback. Them not thirty-two, I could question, to be honest. Um, it's the but, Mike White era, Kyle. It's the Mike White era. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and you know it'll be the White album by the time the season's <laughs> over. They keep winning like that. But the punchline is this: the Bears at thirty, I think, is too high, man. I, I know it's nitpicking, but you know with where they're at. Spe- let's put it this way i petitioned the committee to put them lower than 30 if they lose to jordan love next week that's what i'm getting at Ooh. okay okay um that's a home too yeah um but uh looking at you looking at the top 10 kyle um oh good christ <laughs> <laughs> told you jim i told you no, I, I knew I knew it was coming, but we just we so okay. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Here is what EJ did correctly. Jets at ten. It's about goddamn time. Punishing the Ravens at nine. I dig it. The Vikings Ooh. at eight. Cool. I'm with that. A solid win. Uh, I you know what? Awesome. Thank you for punishing the goddamn Titans because I picked those sons of bitches on my show. And I said it here on this show that they were raising up. And what did I say at the time, EJ? Look out, Titans fans. You're making me believe just a little bit. And when that happens, Uh-oh. y'all just don't deliver. Thank you, Jeb. And you know what? They didn't deliver again. I love you punishing the Titans. It might be the single best thing you've done in your rankings all bleating year. Congratulations, EJ. Thank you, sir. Bengals at seven. Love it. Dolphins at six behind the Cowboys. I'm going to nitpick you a little bit. Okay. The lowest I'd have the Dolphins is five. Wow. The highest I might have the Cowboys right now would probably be five as well. Right. But I would, I would, I would feel more comfortable with Eagles, 
I'm still not comfortable with them, number one, but I know why you're doing it. I'll right. let it slide. Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, top three. As the top three. Um, there, you there you go. Then I would argue the Dolphins at four. Cowboys, five. 49ers, six. Bengals at seven. Vikings. By the way, that, uh, that Dolphins, 49ers this week? No more. I don't want to hear that bullshit. You're no wrong. More. No more information. I don't want to hear so when the no so if the 49ers win, get ready for the 49ers to move to that one spot. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it for EJ. Hey, this isn't the lock so, up segment. And I so Kyle, <laughs> I don't want to get. Let, let me get a little inside baseball quick. So when I I sent Jim the rankings about noon today, okay? Yes. And I had it Bills three Niners four. Thirty two because Kyle called me out. Go uh, ahead. Right. So I sent the rankings to Jim at noon today. And I had Bills three, Niners four. Did some more, a little more research. So a stat. So a stat. So a stat. Oh, you want stats? Kyle. Let's go. Kyle. Let's go. In the last three games for the Niners, uh-huh. yeah. do you know how many points they've given up in the second half? Precisely zero, if memory serves. That's correct. Uh-huh. And that zero. was what triggered me to, to change, Point. Uh, change that zero. three to four. EJ, tell tell him if he doesn't know who they've played. I mean, he should know. Now, now Grant, now, but who they've now, played Grant, in two of those three games? Quality, quality, was, it, was it the Chargers? One one of those games? Chargers? Yeah. Tell him the other two. And Saints, right? Cardinals, mm-hmm. Chargers, and Saints. The three three games they played. Yeah. So the most impressed one is a team that was injured to hell and gone right. without their lead receivers and a quarterback whose health we may or may not know the status of. Go ahead. Again, and for football. Zero point second half of the game. That's 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 impressive. I don't, give you, I don't, I don't care who you are. So that's, that's my cool. that's my defense for. Her. Yeah. And Buffalo lost. Like I said, I'm mass laughing about. It, of course, but they lost Juan Miller. That hurts a little bit. Bigger picture was what happens. What? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the look, oh the look on Kyle's Ooh, face. The, the look on Kyle's face was just like, uh, um, did they lose somebody else that is going to make the difference, or are we? I, oh, that I, was I a period, not a comma. A grander scheme, but if you're talking about game of interest between these two teams, to three and four, we're not arguing three versus ten. We're three and four. So one team is trending higher, more better, better right now than the other. And I, I'll say it again: right now, week thirteen, if these two teams were to meet right now, I like San Francisco more than Buffalo right now. Okay, and so let me tell you why that's not the most asinine thing you said all year, but I'll say this month. Granted, it's still early in the month. Gee, can you tell me how many quarterbacks there are that are 10 and 2 with a winning record with zero touchdowns? 10 and 2 with a winning record? Yeah, 10 and 2. They have a winning record, right? Their record is 10 and 2. The overall record is 10 and 2. Okay. Right. Throwing zero touchdowns. That, of course, would be Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo, I was going to say that. You're not going to beat the Bills doing that. This is the problem. The Niners have had a lot of really good matchups go their way. Let's pull, let's put put that where it is. And their defense, listen, man, this is Raven style stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my guy Rob Stats Guerrero, when I had him on the NFC preview, I, I asked for that comparison and he said that is exactly right. And he he listen, he's right about that defense. Christian McCaffrey and the weapons they have, if they all stay healthy in unison, including Jimmy G, by the way who has a sprain, I forget which CL it is, but MCL, I believe. So he's already knocking on the injury door Mm -hmm. before you start declaring outright victory. Want to talk about injuries, bitch? Where's that? Right? Yeah, this is why you're wrong. Again, 
I love you. No. <laughs> but that being said, other than that horrible blunder, like a lot of your top 10 solid this week, I will give you props. Your bottom five, again, you're a little mean to the Dolphins. I'll let it slide. You want to see more? That's fair. It, it was a consideration. But again, you also, they also need this. This is the, this is the next stretch on the, these next three games. They play San Francisco. Why do we care Buffalo. about the next three games? In no, again. These are new kids on the block. You gotta earn. You gotta earn your keep here. Sometimes also too. You gotta earn your keep. Because Kyle, um, keep in mind Trust. with with EJ's with EJ's power rankings, he takes future he considerations. This. He knows this already. He already knows this already. In, in, this into already. his power ranking. Why did the Chiefs last year have so much leash last year to fight being two and three and, and three and four for a good while? Because be, because longer. you were wrong. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not wrong. At the end of the day, it was not wrong. I had to be corrected. I mean, it, it was. No, actually, you were wrong for a long time. Then they finally corrected themselves. Then, throughout the rest of the playoffs, you were wrong about the Bengals in your power rankings. Okay, <laughs> that's where I got wrong on Bengals. Yes, I, I meant that the last year. No, no, she's just right on. That's right on. And but listen, trust. I know it's hard for you to root against your Chiefs, Niners, um, Cowboys, Bengals, Jalen <laughs> <laughs> <Jill and> Hurts. <laughs> Eagles. And, uh, no, Jill Hurts. That's it. And and hey, fuck it. Why aren't the Bucks here? Um. Oh yeah, they lost to the Browns. Yeah. Um. <laughs> God, that's so embarrassing. Uh-oh. You know, uh-huh. it's funny that we're talking about all this talk about Deshaun Watson. Apparently, Tom needed a massage when he got home, right, DJ? Oh, anyway, oh, oh, man, that like is that. a disgusting, disgusting act. act. And on that, let's. Go to this. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Uh, what is the one thing you will guarantee will happen this upcoming weekend? EJ, go ahead. I guarantee this weekend that both the Eagles and Vikings will clinch playoff berths. Oh, yeah. Lock there is the scenario to that. Let me yes. uh, let me pull that up real the quick. The Eagles would need a lot of help in that scenario. Uh, Eagles clinch a playoff berth uh, this week with a win versus Tennessee, plus a Washington loss, plus a Seattle loss, and plus a 49ers loss. Uh, The Vikings clinch uh, the NFC North uh, with a win versus the Jets and a Detroit loss versus the Jaguars. So uh, those are your... You're a Jaguars fan this week. So those are your clinching scenarios uh, for week 13. You know, I've never covered one of your teams before. What should I expect for feedback from you, EJ? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Tom. Lock it up. Uh, Matt, what is your guarantee for this upcoming weekend? The top four in the college football playoff will remain unchanged after the weekend. You son of a bitch. Okay. Lock it up. My guy, my guy is going shock. I'm feeling I'll agree it. with you on that one, Matt. Yeah, okay. Um, listen, um, Jim, I got to tell you, you kind of took mine that the Niners will be number one a- as of this week um, <laughs> as uh, Mike McDaniel falls to his former team, or at least I can hope so. Uh, and MVP candidate Tyreek Hill loses stock because he finally gets held a little bit slower um, on production. That being said, that is not going to be it. Uh, <laughs> I'm... Um, Man, I have to admit, I wasn't ready for you to go chalk either, Matt. That was uh, that was uh, that was slick. Um, I'm going to predict that the Bengals they don't outright fall out of the tool time segment, but they will drop another two spots because uh-huh. 
because the committee, for all they take consideration of, don't give a shit about the fact the Bengals are playing back-to-back revenge games against the Chiefs. Um, and I think the Bengals dropped that one, thus uh, causing them to fall back. Ooh. Lock it up. Uh, I did have uh, the same thing as Matt. Uh, there would be no upsets in the uh, college football playoff, uh, the conference title games for the top four. Um, so the field would already be set, but I'll change it up. I kind of uh, teased it a bit, uh, a quick pivot for myself. Uh, I said North Carolina would win. In fact, I will lock up that uh, the Fighting Dabos will lose in the ACC title game. Lock it up. I know you like getting bold with your locks, Jim, but shit, you had the lock with the number one 49ers thing. Why would you stray from that and put yourself at risk? That's okay. I believe in myself, and I and I, and I I believe in Clemson to uh, blow it. Uh, Devin says Dolphins will give the 49ers a run for their money. Um, doesn't mean they're going to win, but uh, good luck to, uh, to Devin's. <laughs> That's a nice lock. Both, game. Both teams will have fun. But say what? Statement game for the Dolphins, like we said. That's that combination lock. Win. That's that combination lock that you accidentally leave on the last number, so you lock it, but you then were, it mm-hmm. then it pops you back here, open. Kyle, but I said this, Kyle, when you left, that if the Dolphins win this game this week in San Francisco, they're officially in my Super Bowl bubble. Super Bowl, really? Bubble, bubble. Yeah, my teams are things I I can see playing the Super Bowl. You're, you're not, just not there yet. Ender is what you mean. Um, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It'd be a big win on the road. No, you're not wrong. Uh, no one wants to play the Niners or the Eagles or the Dolphins right now, including the Eagles. Uh, no offense, Matt, but that'll oh. be a game when it happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mike's lock is the Commanders beating the Giants. Lock it up. Ooh. That's in New York, right? But this week? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. They're both of your teams. <laughs> so shouldn't you know? So shouldn't you know where your teams are playing each other this weekend? No, he Kyle, he's not a Giants fan. I Kyle, I wish the season ends today because it's a playoff start today. All four teams in the East are in the playoffs, which means I get my Giants in the playoffs and my Commanders pick and, and ends up holding. Yeah. No, your Cowboys. Snap, 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 baby. It's in New York. Thank you, Mike, for knowing EJ's team schedule. It's not EJ. No, he's. I know. I mean, he's a Washington fan, so. I know it's hard to keep track of all of them, Jim. It is, man. You know, it's just, I, I, I lose track. So, all right, gentlemen, that is where we wrap up uh, for the week. Uh, but, uh, Kyle, start them off. First of all, I want the record to show this year for Christmas, I'm going to get ask for a Rolodex from Santa so I can keep track of all of EJ's goddamn teams. I am, <laughs> I am Kyle Nash to do the game. You can find me on Twitter at the SOTG. Find me on Instagram as the same the SOTG. Find me on uh, Facebook as the student of the game. Check out my writings with the Black and Gold Banneret. And of course, my participation in the Black and Gold Banneret podcast, as well as Night Shift, the post game show after the game. The first reaction show you get every week on the Black and Gold Banneret YouTube channel. So you can check out me. It'll probably be me and my buddy Eric Lopez, as well as Duke Luco, this week on the night shift, reviewing the championship for the American Athletic Conference. And of course, my work with the Three Point Conversion, threepointconversion.com. This week, like every week, Wednesday morning, look for the matchup mania, the public service announcement, where I let you go, which, let you know which games you should watch. And of course, when the Jags are in Jacksonville, I'm in Jacksonville with the three point conversion and a seven BN sports um, with my friend, Captain Chris Hill, 
and the Captain and Company Morning Show on OldSchool101.com. And then, of course, with Demosthenes Euclid, we do Hilarity by default, the required viewing show on the Hilarity by default YouTube channel. I got to do less stuff. I'm too busy (laughs) for a guy who's unemployed, for Christ's sake. Either that or just you put one of those fancy link trees in your profile and just go, go to my Twitter, go to my Facebook. It's all there. You, you know, you say that. And, and how do you think I hook up the merch there, uh, big man? I go to your link tree for the Huddle Up podcast. Merchandising, merchandising. By the way, my hoodie is the jam. I strongly recommend the hoodie. Um, maybe you want a team Huddle Up hoodie. It doesn't have to be this new in the game. Fine. There you go. There you go. Uh, Matt, uh, go ahead and plug away. Yep, you can follow me across all platforms now. It's at Teaching Two to Choir. That's the number two. I love you can hear me on Thursdays on the Three Count Thursday podcast. You can hear me on Tuesday on the Three CT podcast. You can hear me once a year on the Earnestly Speaking podcast. Twenty twenty three is right around the corner. Twice a year, we talk about buddy. Uh, did we do it twice now? We'll see. Twice ready, yeah. It's my resolution to do fewer shows with you <laughs> we're, 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 we're working on that buddy <laughs> that is a disgusting act just kidding always a good time speaking with you guys appreciate the uh the sports talk yes sir ej what does the two stand for by the way uh that it's for um, moses malone like nice. awesome i like that man um earth Week podcast all podcasts wait it's not for jeter <laughs> oh God! <laughs> What's the twenty-five for on your shirt, EJ? That was my uh, my number when I played sports, volleyball, football, all that. So anyway, Earth Podcast, all podcast catchers. Um, I think that's it, really. Oh, take the rest of the podcast this Thursday. I'll be back after like what? How long have we gone, Jim? Like five weeks? Uh, you weren't there in the entire month of November. I don't believe you'll be back this week until I see it. <laughs> I, I mean- we shall see. <laughs> Yeah, of all the weeks to not do a student of the game report, but whatever. <laughs> no, I, I actually had stuff at work today. That's why I, I, I had a lunch at work. I, I yeah, got, uh, it in. You have a job. I get it. Please. Jesus. Oh, oh my God. I'm, I'm going to say I got, I, got a, I, got honored, I got honored today my job. For that is a disgusting act. They even gave me money. See that? Gave me money for that. Jeez. Great. So, well, congratulations, EJ. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, you. I, podcast. I asked you, uh, must to. Uh, Jim Chagrin, dust back off my Earth Week Unfiltered podcast, my daily, my daily unfiltered, uh, you know, top eccentric uh, podcast. I do like ten minutes or less. Like, I'm just tired of keeping track of how many podcast views you have. Hey, fuck all. you! You have three podcasts. You talk about? Yeah, and I don't change them either. I don't my combine them into one this week and make three next week. That's all I'm saying. My outro is thirty to sixty seconds every week. I've never gotten that complaint from Jim. That's all I'm telling you, EJ. You're doing something wrong, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be like Kyle. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> well right, done. Listen. Anyway, but yeah, guys, great show as always. Having a great time and uh, looking forward to the stretch on the NFL. So. All right. Thank you again to Mike. Uh, he said standings hopefully will be done by next week. Um, so, again, credit to Mike for going back through and uh, and, and keeping track of those. Is it Tony Reale now? Uh, I, I mean, we need one, I suppose. Hey, I mean, if he tries to point out every time you're wrong, he's going to actually have, we're going to actually have to start paying him. But uh, that's actually how I started with three count. That's true. Matt was like the Tony Reale of. Uh, really? Three. Yeah, because it was Brian and I would be uh, it would. Yeah, would do most of the talking and Matt would just kind of fill in uh, the kind of Tony Reale stuff. And look where 
Nine years later, we're still here. Unbelievable, uh, huh? But, uh, yeah, thank you guys again. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening in and supporting the show. Uh, as you do each and every week. We certainly do appreciate that. Make sure you head over to uh, the Tee Public store, tpublic.com slash user slash huddle dash up dash podcast. I know it's a pain in the ass, uh, but it's the way the site runs. Uh, so just go over to our Twitter and Facebook. Hit the link tree. It is facebook.com slash huddle up podcast, Twitter at huddle up podcast. Get the link tree. The merch link is right there, so you don't have to remember anything. It's real simple. You can get our YouTube page. Uh, all the places to subscribe to our podcast. Um, and uh, we're on TikTok as well. So if you're on TikTok, hit us up there uh, at Huddle Up Podcast. Until next week, again, we're going to know what the college football playoff matchups are. So we'll react to that when the NFL season rolls on and uh, all the fun stuff that we do here. We appreciate your support as always. Look for uh, Mike's Five for Fighting NHL podcast hitting the feed uh, in the next uh, next couple of days as well as my five observations hitting this weekend. Until next week, we hope you enjoy the sport. Stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the win.